Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, a little winded. Been fighting with the camera. <laughs> Gator. <laughs> and uh the whole thing. The struggle is real. It, we are sitting in a wind tunnel. Yeah. The storms rolled through St. Louis this morning and it's it's rather windy, but it's nice. It is. It is windy. It's a nice relatively I'm just gonna say We're it. The 60s. I'm just gonna say it. It's a nice relatively warm day sitting here in the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, and I would like to point out it is warmer now than it was when we were in Las Vegas last week. For TPE. That is so true. It was balls cold in Las Vegas. <clears throat> it really, really was. Like, high in the mid-50s, low in the 30s. It was it was chilly. You know, and I have my, my signature look that I try to maintain. Homeless? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and it was it was very difficult. One, they kept trying to throw me out of the party. I was I'm like, no, say, I'm supposed to be here. I, I have gonna, a tag. I was going to say, there was a whole lot of people just trying to throw you out of the casino like, <laughs> you know, your riffraff's not welcome here. It's like, exactly. no, I'm staying here. <laughs> I, I really am a I guest. have a room. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I'm I'm in my shorts. <laughs> At the at the like industry part, well, yeah, we'll have to get into all this. The whole thing was just, yeah, it was a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. Yeah. So anyway, we are back from TB, and that's what we're going to be covering in this episode. And first, though, yes, first, first, we need and a fire. foremost, we need to fire up a cigar. And today we are going to be smoking the Yaya, distributed by United Cigars. And the little description here on twoguyscigars.com. Wait, this was kind of the the tale of the traveling yaya of the Cigar Brotherhood because we brought it from Vegas. It traveled. You know, like the the traveling yaya pants or whatever it was, that movie. So it made it the Magia Cubana factory. <laughs> yaya was one of the many deities worshipped in the Caribbean and for many years was the nickname of the grandmother of Carlos Guillermos, the creator of the Yaya Cigar. The memories of the Yaya line, uh, or Yaya Cigar, live within each cigar, the elegance and subtleties exposed with every draw. With a deeply rich auburn-colored Ecuadorian Habano wrapper and robust Dominican fillers, the Yaya delivers the peace you have been searching for. We are smoking God, the I've six, been searching for peace. 6x54 Toro. Yeah. So... He's just eluded me. Now, for those of you who may remember, I did smoke this cigar on the show with Oliver and uh, Carlos. However, um, Jeff, I need to get you, mine out of the cellophane while you, you, you address that. You missed that episode. I, I actually did. need to get mine out of cellophane. I was ill-prepared okay. for this, and so um, it's really in there. Um, and, <laughs> That's what I'm saying! But mine wasn't crinkling, now was it? No one will ever be able to distinguish yeah, between the two. That's true. Anyway, um, got it. But uh, but yeah. I anyway, whatever. Um, but no, you missed this episode. So this is going to be your first time with this, this cigar, is, is it? Very, not? It's very rich. This is the first time with your this cigar, is it not? Yes. The okay. the the color of the tobacco. I'll tell you what. That copper band sets it off. Oh, the cop, the black and copper with that little pop yeah. of blue in there in the bagua. Beautiful cigar. Such a nice cigar. Anyway, so yeah. why don't we go ahead and prep to cut the cigar? It smells delightful. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And guys, you guys have been calling in. You've been placing your orders and you've been placing your votes. And we need you to keep that up. So first of all, oh, for God's sakes, why are you voting for the 
bleeping kilt. They have specifically said they're voting for the kilt. Sweet just to Jeebus, piss, people. Just to piss it's you off. this in a kilt. They want to piss you off. But here's God. the deal. For those of you who aren't aware, Day of the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company is getting in a supply of the limited edition brand new Candela cigar from Aladino Cigars. Yes. This is going to be a Candela wrapper with a Corojo binder and I've filler. I've seen it. It is super good. I've not had it yet. And you guys have to get your hands on them. This is not a typical Candela. This I wanna, is not your grandpa's I Candela. I want to point this out. Everybody, I think people are a little afraid of Candela because, you know, they maybe had it. It's a little grassy. It's an acquired taste, that sort of thing. Or as they call it in the industry, KFC. This. Kentucky fire cured. Yeah. No, that would be different, Jeff. Oh, okay. That's different. That would be a fire cured <laughs> cigar. This is Candela. But now the, now the completely process. Completely different. The no. process for the tobacco is similar, though. Am I not? Am I not mistaken I'm there? I'm pretty sure. Or am I mistaken I, there? You might be. I don't think I am. I, I don't you know. should look that up. Bottom line is, uh, it is not a Kentucky Fire cured. No, cigar. it would be a KFC. Yes. Yeah. This is a Candela. Yes. It's also green. An, also an acquired. Not taste. unlike Kermit. The bottom line is, guys, this is going to be our official St. Patrick's Day cigar on the show, and you can smoke along with us by calling Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company and placing your order for the cigar. And uh, he is getting in a limited supply. He's one of only about 30 shops in the nation that are getting it, so this is not going to be a very, like, you know, easily found cigar. But you can get them at Riverman Cigar Company. And when you call in and place your order... You are able to then cast your vote as to whether or not I should wear the kilt on the St. Patrick's Day episode. And, uh, you know, as Jeff has pointed out, he's not a fan of that. So, you know. It's idiotic. If you want to, like, tweak Jeff, vote for it. It's idiotic. If you think it's going to be a problem, don't for it for it. It's what it is. I don't really particularly care. But uh, anyway, so no. So we got that going on. And while you're at it, Dan does mail order. Holy God. So you can uh, you can place your order for not just the Candela from Aladino, but any other cigars he's got. It's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time for Jeff to go ahead and say something stupid, and then we'll cut the cigar. Wow. What are you going to say? Wow, that, that kind of cut. <laughs> well, it is the cut. Okay. So, Candela, this is coming to us from SeriousCigars.com. Okay. So you know it's got to be true. It's got to be serious. I have no idea who these people are, but I'm going to take them at their word. It's got to be serious. So Candela cigars stand out because of their green color due to the fast fire curing the leaves to but fix the chlorophyll in place. But it doesn't have that fire cured taste. No, but it is a it is a fire it cured a, cigar. Yes, but it is so not I'm Kentucky. Right. But it's not Kentucky. And you're wrong. But it's not Kentucky fire cured. I was pointing out that tastes, they weren't the same. Which tastes like barbecue. I was pointing out they weren't the same. Not unlike that brisket cigar we smoked a while back. We ran into those folks. The Casa Cuevas. What a great cigar. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But with that. We can talk about all the cigars. We'll go ahead and... Uh, Cut the cigar. Okay. And so, yes, I want to get the cigar going because I want a cigar. But now this Yaya is not a fire cured by any means. No. No. No, no, no. Just, just a The wind just blew cigar shavings like shrapnel all over me. It's just a wonderful, wonderful cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Tobacco dust. Are you going to be able to survive this? You We're survived the trip. But yet, this is what's going to Dude, it was touch and go on the trip, and you know it. I know it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice, earthy kind of component to the cold draw. Yeah. 
Although I did just have some Girl Scout cookies, and this is not hitting with the Girl Scout cookies just right. There's a little bit of raisin in there. Raisin? Yeah. Your Girl Scout cookies may be blocking it. There's a little bit of a sweetness. Yeah. yeah. See, because that's the thing. And I normally don't use the raisin, Girl Scout, raisin. The Girl Scout cookies are sweeter than the cigar, and so what's happening is I'm getting almost kind of like a, a tartness from the cigar because do, of those Girl Scout cookies. Do the cold cookies. retro. But, uh, Try that you know. and see if you catch it. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. Okay. Earthy raisins. There you go. All right, so it's time to fire up the cigar here. And, um, you know, I taught a couple at the bar on Thursday night how to cut and light their cigar. Well, look at you. They, they were handed a cigar from a cigar rep. And, uh, well, in all fairness. There was the, a lot of that going on. The cigar rep handed the girl the cigar. and well, yeah. Uh, and uh, she, handed, she handed it off to her boyfriend. and so, But I still had to teach them both how to cut and light a cigar. For them, nice learning. couple, nice couple out of California. I'm sorry, I am blanking on your names. In all fairness, I was. Uh, we'll call them Pam and Tommy. It was not Pam and Tommy. I think it was Eric, and I can't remember her name though. I feel really bad, but anyway. But they both are out of California. She was, I believe, a respiratory therapist, and he was an electrician. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, anyway, nice couple said they were going to listen to the show. So if you're listening. Sorry, I forgot your names. Shout out. <laughs> I'm usually the one that forgets names. You, you were gone. You'd already crashed. Yeah. And, Boy, I'll uh, tell you what. That early flight kicked my ass. Mm-hmm. We're trying to hold my hand. No, I didn't know you were putting your hand on my You have any idea how many people are going to screenshot chair. that moment? I didn't know you were putting your hand on my chair. I was going uh, kind of together. Anyway, um, no, you'd already gone to bed. It was mm-hmm. fairly late, so that's why I'm, can't, I'm struggling to remember their name. You were hanging out with our wrestler buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Joel hanging out in the bar. Yeah. That was a trip. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, okay, so where do we begin? <laughs> First of all, I want to do a retro hail off the light. Okay. Right off the light. We're going to do a retro hail of the eye out here and uh, see what we got. <coughs> Fairly smooth. I mean, you're hacking up, but. I held it in trying to get the flavor note. It's almost. Wait, not quite entirely. It's almost a peppery steak taste, like yeah, like peppery. Uh, uh, oh, like beef jerky. Mm. Do you get that? I mean, maybe. That's what I'm getting. I got a slight peppery thing going on. Nothing horrible. But I also got that like meat, like split second. I'm getting of meat the flavor. tingles on the tongue from the pepper. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, again, that could be a combination of the sweetness from the Girl Scout cookies. Mixed with the... Uh, I ate a sleeve of them, too, so I can't... You yeah. did. Yeah. You I didn't eat all of them. No. You walked in, and you saw the sleeve, and you're like, ooh, you got me a sleeve of Girl Scout cookies. I'm like, no, that's just the second one from my box, but hey, you do you. And I did By be. the way, I want to cl- correct the record. I want to cl- correct the record. So, on the episode that we did with Nick Gervais recently, it was brought up that you <sighs> ate my barbecue... Baked Lay's. And in that episode, you said, I didn't eat the whole bag. I didn't. You left a chip and crumbs. Literally, not the whole literally bag. a chip 
and crumbs. It was not the whole bag. It was the whole fucking bag, and you know it. You're being you're being picky, and it's a, it, it's a semantics thing at this point. And that's, For what it's worth, I didn't eat the whole sleeve of cookies and that's either. Bullshit. How many did you leave? Two. One. Did you leave one fucking cookie in the sleeve? That way you could claim you'll that you find didn't eat- it. You'll find it one of these days. I bet you did. I bet you left one fi- maybe a half a cookie. <laughs> I, I would never. No, I would never breach the cookie. Once you eat part of the cookie, you've bought the whole cookie. Unless you've like cracked a cookie in half in the sleeve, and then you just take that half out. That could have happened. <laughs> I can see that. Anyway, so <laughs> the fun and adventures began uh, here. Um, well, it was yet another one of those years where I spent all day Monday putting my newspaper together. And you, I, I'll, I'm going to say this. And I got boned. You kept just getting bent over yeah monday was a yeah monday was a day karma bit you in the ass for some reason i got bent over a lot of different ways on monday and Mm -hmm. not to mention the fact that it was president's day and so um there was no way i was fully going to finish the newspaper no because all the meetings weren't done on tuesday exactly you know you had your website issues oh yeah everything that could go wrong went wrong Mm -hmm. yeah kind of forgot about the website issues already (laughs) Um, (laughs) sorry i brought that up so yeah, so no, that consumed my, most of your day. It did. My website went down, and that's a whole nother conversation. But the point is, um, Monday was a shit show, and so I got to bed very late, yeah. very very late. Yeah, I got about forty five minutes of sleep before I had to then get up, pack, oh, you know, get my car packed up, and leave for Waterloo to pick you up because heaven forbid you would drive here and meet me here, so then we could go to the airport. It was and longer so it to was do not, it that way. It was not. It was not. It was you and I splitting. Three minutes. It was you and I splitting the drive versus me doing the entirety of the drive. Three minutes difference. No, Jeff. Again, it was you and I splitting the drive versus me doing the entirety of the drive. But I like getting picked up. You're an asshole. And I like so up. I picked you up and we went to the airport. And we dropped the car off, we got inside, got through security. Super easy. Easy peasy. Got on the plane. No big deal. Slept the way to Denver. Woke up in Denver. Got off. We actually got there in enough time that we had... Plenty of time. Plenty of time to chill. No racing that's, around. That's where strategic error number one took place. Oh, God. It was Jeff... I got hungry. ...stopping and getting a fucking bowl of asian food <laughs> the kung pao and eating that at our gate before getting on plane number two yeah yeah and then i had a long extensive conversation with the cat sitting next to me about the illuminati artwork at the airport yeah and he was looking that shit up which nothing like, i think he thought i was making it up till nothing, he looked it up nothing like drawing attention to the fact that you guys are like you know <laughs> talking about the illuminati is looking that shit up on their wi-fi yeah but anyway um yeah so that that happened and uh But no, I want to point out just how stupid it was that you ate an entire thing of Kung Pao chicken before getting in a sealed up metal tube with a whole bunch of other human beings. Because, I mean, Jeff, that could be qualified as like toxic warfare. hate crime almost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because I I would have basically hated everyone on the plane. (laughs) Or they'd have hated me. They'd have hated you. Yeah. Yeah. And so... 
thankfully, I passed out on the second trip um, from Denver to Vegas as well. Mm-hmm. And so if if there was a, a lynch mob forming, I didn't see it. No. Um, but anyway, so we got to Vegas. And, yeah, because um, it's like Western Justice out there. They'll just get out the six-shooter and they take were, you out. They yeah. were ready. They yep. were ready. So we got to Vegas, and uh, we got to our hotel. And um, that's when the other bit of ignorance decided to take was, place. And by the way, there was a little turbulence on the flight. Yeah. Not bad. Not like some of our friends that I'm sure you'll hear about in upcoming episodes. It's true. Yeah. Nick Gervais had some real issues on his flight. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so we get to the hotel, and we're standing in the line to check in. And that's when you noticed that apparently I was standing there with my knee locked. <laughs> and heaven Forget forbid, heaven forbid you let that go. No, no, no. You decide to freaking bump the back of my knee. I took my bag and just me, took his knee. And send me freaking spiraling out of control. <laughs> like a freaking moron. <laughs> Such a cock, you know? Yeah. So like, and, and what did I say to you when I did it? Don't lock your knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a dick move. To which then I go up to the counter and uh, you know check us both into our rooms and everything. <laughs> I pay the extra money to check us in early and everything, <clears throat> and you're just like me, lock your knee. God, you know I <laughs> like to argue. That retelling of the facts, but they're pretty dead <laughs> it's on. It's pretty dead on. <laughs> so we get to the rooms. And guys, you know exactly how excited I've been about having my own room aside, away from him this whole time. <laughs> that worked out. We get up there, and sure enough, our rooms are literally right fucking next to each other. Okay? <laughs> but so, so it gets better. It gets better or worse, depending on your perception. So we get into our rooms, and there's a door separating them. Like, it's got the connecting door. Yes. And the first thing I hear when I walk in or when I get into my room is, knock, knock, knock. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about the other time I knocked on the door and you screamed at me? No. (laughs) That would be be really inappropriate and and unpolite. (laughs) Oh, my God. I want to tell him. That's going to be a Pulpit Fest story, folks. (laughs) So you're going to want to come to Pulpit Fest. (laughs) Okay, hear that. Mm-hmm. Of anything else, of any other reason, you could be at Pulpit Fest. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Am I lying? No, it's fine. <laughs> I'll let it be a Pulpit Fest story. I don't want it to be a podcast. You don't story. want a tape of it. No, I don't. Um, I mean, I was by myself. You guys take that how you will. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so... so so we checked into the rooms, and the rooms were very nice. I thought they really they were. were very yeah. nice rooms. TV was a little difficult to navigate. It took like forever to fire up. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, you know the the room was nice. Um, the shower could have uh, water pressure could have been a little higher. The water pressure was low. Point. Did you use both? Because there were two heads. Did you see that? Yeah, but I didn't know I could use them both. Yeah. Fuck. I just had the rainstorm one going the oh, whole I time. Had, I never I had, had the had rainstorm, this. and then I had the sideways coming in. Did that make the water pressure even lower? No. Son of a bitch. Okay, well, no, I fucked up then. Um, you never even tried to turn them both on? I figured if I turned on the one, it would turn off the other. No. I know. I didn't even attempt it. Yeah, because I trust me, I learned that when I was bidetting. Because oh. I could take the one down because it was, you know, like 
movable, mm-hmm. and then I could really get up into the nethers. It with had it. a hose. Yeah. yeah. Gross. <laughs> God, I'm so happy I had my own room now that I heard that story. Uh, anyway, um, so no, so basically Tuesday. I was able to get up in all the flaps and baffles. Oh, flaps and baffles. Um, oh. Anyway, Tuesday, we checked in the hotel, and I don't think we left the hotel. No, we did not leave the hotel I, that night. We, I just went down to the Casbar yep. in the hotel. I found a seat. Um, met my waitress for the week. You Cri- did. You Cri- made a friend. Crystal was my waitress for the week, and mm-hmm. uh, she was very delightful, and she took care of me all week long. And um, But no, uh, met my waitress for the week, sat there, smoked cigars, had drinks, had this wonderful blueberry lemonade Mai Tai. You liked that. It was so good. Yeah. It was so incredibly good. And so I I had that. And uh, at that point, I just kind of held court. Like, people just started coming along. Yeah. And, you know, you got you got Tom from Asylum Cigars that rolled through. Um, I had, uh, I, it was just, it was a number of people. A myriad. Myriad of yeah. people. Uh, Buddy Trey Mac showed up that evening at some point, right before he went out for the Aladino team I missed team him. Dinner. Had I turned in at that point? or uh, I don't remember seeing Trey Mac the first night. I think you might have been gambling. Oh, no, maybe no, no, it. no. This is also this is when you went upstairs to take a nap. Okay. You went upstairs to take a nap for a period of time after losing your ass at the Hold'em table. I did. And uh, so you went, and it was during that period. I time made that my you donation the first night and then stopped making donations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had to do something to keep those lights on out there. And so, anyway, no, I hung out with Trey Mack for just a hot minute. He only had a minute because he, he had, they had been setting up the booth at the show. And then he came over and sat down and whatnot. And it was it was just a nice, chill evening. Yeah. Um, went to bed at a relatively decent time Tuesday, I think, because realistically We I really mean, did. It was I was fucking exhausted. But but here's the thing. I go to bed and I woke up at like two thirty in the morning and I could not sleep for another hour because the wind outside of my room. I slept right through this. It was we were on the twenty third floor and the wind whipping around outside of our room was so loud yeah. and intense that it kept me up. You know, the jacked up part of this, and Ve- again... Vegas <clears throat> was under, like, a wind storm advisory. Oh, yeah. Well, shit. there was a dust like, storm that night. Exactly. There was, like, a whole thing that took place. Yeah, so. I forget it. I think it was Trey Mac that said that. I guess they were sitting out somewhere having a cigar, and yeah. all of a sudden they were just covered in dirt. They had and blankets, yeah. and so they were able to pull up the blankets. Yeah. But when it was over, like, everything was filthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of would have liked to have experienced that. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad I wasn't up at 2.30 in the morning, but I would have liked to have seen that. It was really windy outside. Yeah. Well, we had people we talked to, and I'm not going to give away too much here, but you never want your plane sideways as it's coming in to land at the airport. Nope. No, you don't. <clears throat> that's, that's not something I would experience. But that shit was going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was going on. It was, uh, it was not a good day to travel into Vegas unless you got there as early as we did. And we'll get into it, but the, the leaving of Vegas was also... Bizarre. That was bizarre. Because of the winter storm that was happening out in California. Exactly. So anyway, so then Wednesday, we wake up. We go have breakfast. A delightful breakfast breakfast. at the Sahara, by the way. Yes, Uh, Zephyrs. Was that the name of the place? Yeah. Very nice breakfast. I had French toast. It was a Grand Marnay French toast. It was killer. Wasn't cheap. And that's something I want to point out. 
This is something that I noticed last year yeah. that food prices out in Vegas had gone up exponentially, and I thought maybe it was them trying to capitalize on you know the return of visitors, yeah. and trying to make money back from um, from COVID. Yeah, I think that's still going on because it was not cheap. Pretty much every meal you and I had was anywhere in the seventy five to one hundred dollar range. Like it was not a cheap no place to go and just eat no the french um, but i now in in my defense i ate the french toast for two days so i didn't even uh-huh. get all i got was juice the next day and some toast which was like two dollars mm-hmm. i'm like i should have just ordered a whole bunch of toast it's true now um, now at this point do you want to get in and do a few of the interviews yeah so anyway so we had breakfast um you're not gonna make fun of me why would i make fun of you what did we do wednesday before we went to the show I figured you were going to totally bust me out on this. Oh, you want me to talk about the fact that you made us go to a comic book shop and miss the first hour of the it show? It was new comic book day, and so I... We didn't miss the first hour of the show. We missed the media hour. Yeah, the first hour. Which was only available for it media. Was our, yeah, and we're media. It was our first hour. Dude, you've been to TPE on media hour time, right? Yeah, nobody's ever there. Nobody's ever there. So what the fuck was the point? Yeah, they have the media hour, but none of the primaries are there. By which, then. okay, let's let's if we're gonna get into this for a moment, let's get into this. I think that we we owe it to our you know our friends at TPE to uh, to you know express both the good critique. and the bad. It's a fair critique. If you're gonna offer a media hour in the morning every day, I mean, maybe incentivize the people to be at their booth. But how because, do they do that? And that's the thing. in their defense. I, how do I, they do? I that? don't know. Because what ends up happening is media walks in and there's nobody there. Yeah. And that's happened to us multiple times before. Well, now it may behoove us to actually set up interviews. But I hate to say it. We've done that before. It's like, oh, meet me here at 10. And then they get there at 1130. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, they're scheduling ours. And they're up all night making deals and stuff. It's true. You know, so Again, I can't I can't is. fault them. They're there to sell cigars. Well, We're there to try to and catch on win- some And on Wednesday, FaceTime. the the show starts at noon on Wednesday. Yeah. You know what happens on Wednesday. Guys get into town on Tuesday, and what ends up happening is they're up all Tuesday night partying because yep. it's their first night in town. Yep. So they're starting the show with a hangover. It does happen. Yeah. Now, I want to point out, you have an incredible burn on your yaya. I do. I do not. It's because you're holding it in the wind tunnel. Exactly. Hold you're, it with this hand. You're... Well, then I'll end up burning you. You're sitting over here where you're protected, and we have completely different burns going on on our cigars. Yeah. I am in a wind tunnel because it is just cutting right through here. Like I said, you should hold it in your right yeah. hand, and then you may not have quite as Nothing much against the cigar. Everything against the 35-mile-an-hour wind gusts that we're having. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Quit smoking with your left hand, and you might have a better experience. Okay. Maybe don't hold it right over my dick. <laughs> Here's the thought. Maybe don't <laughs> hold the cigar right over my crotch. Stop it. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, we do. I, I run my errand Wednesday morning, and we head to the show. And that's where we will go ahead now and do, get into some of the yeah. first round of interviews from TPE. We're here with Jonas from Blackbird Cigars. How the hell are you doing, man? Very good. Are you? Fantastic. So, TPE 2023. It's been, this is my fourth time seeing you at the show, I think. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you made and, we, all the and we did a podcast, uh, I think, by oh, yeah. video once. Say, yeah, as family. It's going great. Going great, great. yeah. You living a good life? 
living the good life, my friend. So, tell us a little bit about what you got going on at Blackbird. Well, Blackbird, as you can see, is very bright, very young generation. But we try to be very, uh, how can I say, elegant at the same time. Yeah. So we come up with new product, something that is going to be below the corn line. Later the year, we're going to have something above the corn line. Okay. So the, the one that is below the corn line is called the glitch. So it was a happy mistake that we did at the factory. Okay. So we had an issue over there. But before we found out, the master blender was doing the general quality control procedures, right? So he found out that the blender that they were creating the last three days during that week was not the blend he told the guys, this is what you need to do. So after he found out, of course, he got crazy. He was frustrated. He did, he did a team, a team uh, meeting with us, and he said, we need to start over. But what are we going to do with this cigar? We found out that actually the cigar tastes great, but it was not meant for the project that we were, do that we were doing. Yeah. So we said, you know what? I think this is the opportunity for us to make the brand that is going to be below the corn line, and we're going to call it the glitch. So the glitch is a hap it's a mistake that occurs in a, it's an error in a system. It's a happy little mistake. It's a happy little mistake. There you go. And then you said you have another cigar that's going to be above the core line, and that's what that is. You already have it right there. Oh. I give you the samples. Fantastic. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. That is going to be a state bird. Okay. So I'm not going to say the name right now, but as you know, uh, uh, every state in this country has a state bird. So we're going to pick one now that we haven't used it. For example, we use the rough grouse for Pennsylvania. Now we're going to pick one for Arizona. So after that, we create the blend. It's going to be a short run. So it's not limited edition. It's just, it's going to be available every time it's going to be available. I don't right. know if you get what I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those, like, when it's there, it's there. When it's not, just it's wait. Right. It'll be back at some point. It's like, it will be back. Okay. okay, fantastic. And where can everyone find out more information about Blackbird Cigars? BlackbirdCigar.com. I'm pretty active in Instagram, Blackbird Cigar. Uh, that's it. There you go. Jonas, always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. Thank right. you so much, Nick. Yeah. We're here with... Uh, Karen Berger and, and Bruce Bush with uh, Karen Ber K by Karen. That's correct. So tell us a little bit about the show. How's it been going? Pretty good. My name is Bruce Bush. I'm the vice president of Karen Berger Cigars. That's the lovely Karen Berger right there. And uh, we're just here first on the TPE. We're loving it. We've got Karen Berger Cigars out here. We're hoping that these go to everywhere in the country and parts elsewhere as well. We have our four core lines, the Karen Berger Connecticut, Habano, uh, Maduro and Cameroon, very proud of. I'm smoking our collaboration with AJ Fernandez right now. Full body cigars, what Karen has in her hand as well. We also have the Don Kiki blends, which we're very proud of. The gold and the platinum, which both contain a uh, Brazilian Ari Paraca wrapper, as well as Nicaraguan binder and filler. Our company's been around for 27 years. We are completely linear from the seed to smoke, from the ground to your hands. We do everything. We harvest our own tobacco. We're very proud of it. 36 acres in Esteli, Nicaragua. So if you want a really good smoke, you found the right place. Fantastic. And so in terms of you guys coming here, you said this is the first time at TPE. You know, kind of what are some of the differences you've noticed so far between TPE and PCA? Well, definitely there's a lot of other product here. There's no doubt about oh, it. Oh, yeah. So premium cigars, we have our area here off to the side. But it's kind of invigorating and exciting because it's very colorful. And there's lots of people from different strands of the business come here so i kind of like it for sure well where can people find out more about um k by karen we have a new website we launched karenbergercigars.com right and you can also find karen 
or myself, Bruce Bush, on Instagram or Facebook. And we'd love to talk to you. We respond to everyone. We'll tell you everything you need to know about where our cigars are located in all parts of the United States and, and the world as well. Fantastic. Well, you guys have a great show. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank I appreciate you. your time today. So we're here at TPE with Luciano. How you doing? Doing well. How are you, my friend? Good, Thanks good. Yeah, no, this is great. I, it's been a little bit since I saw you. That's true. We met up at uh, the Riverman. At the Riverman. Yeah. Yep. So lots happened since then. Tell us a little bit about what you've been up to. A little bit. A little bit. We don't need to get into all that. So, but, you know. Just look at it, man. You know, it's, it's a hardcore company doing all distribution. It's an amazing team. Now with Peter on board, he's our CEO. He can charge of everything. We got this amazing team working. As you can see, we're busy here, which is great. Yeah. Uh, selling a lot of cigars, launching beautiful cigars. I was just telling a friend of mine that sometimes you make cigars yeah. for people that you're not necessarily, you know, match your taste profile. This year, I'm so blessed because everything that we are putting out are things that I'm smoking. I smoke every day. Yeah. You know, two, three, four times a day. That's awesome. So we are very excited about this new momentum of our, our company. That's awesome. So let's talk about the little bit about the new stuff. So obviously, ATL, you know, you've got a product with Luciano and everything. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll let Peter talk. What we I can do that. What I can say is uh, we've been working with ATL for, I think, almost three years yeah. now, right? And we've been making uh, two of their cigars, and now we are really proud to say that we're going to be making the full line of ATL. And I think we have tremendous products coming out, new sizes of existing products uh, that ATL has. And I think one of the things that we are most proud of this TPE is launching the Wise Blood, which is a, a, a blend that's very close to my heart. And that's one of the cigars I'm smoking all the time. There too. you go. There so, you go. But I'll, let, I'll let Pete. Well, before we pass to Pete, I do have to point out, listener Walt is a huge fan of the Fiat Lux, and he wants to personally say thank you for making that cigar. That's cool. Thank you very much. Yes. That's very cool. Thank you. So, so Pete. I yes, guess we'll pass the microphone the off to him. Sure. So, so, there we go. so yeah, here ATL, I am feeling short again. Well, you know, I do it to everyone. Yeah. Oh, oh no! Mic <laughs> down. That, that makes it real. That I'll, makes just, it I'll, real. Just, oh, yeah. I'll just hold this mic. It'll be what it is. So, yeah, ATL. We decided to join Lucha Cigars uh, after a long and careful process of evaluating. Uh, one cigar company as a partner and choosing that one cigar company as a partner. Yeah. Um, and so we're really proud to be manufactured by Luciano. I think he's the best uh, cigar maker in the world. And uh, for me, to get to work with him, you know, move more closely in this way as a mentor, as a friend, as a brother, um, it's it's really special. I think for ATL, you know, Luciano's helped us get into France and Germany. He's helped us get nationwide. Um, and, and, and for us, it's, a, it's really exciting to kind of see that growth and be part of that. Uh, you know, at the same time, I'm as excited about the brands that are connected to ATL, like Foreign Affair that we're launching, as I am about the new ATL stuff, because this is really about a new level of family. We're calling it the chosen family. Yeah. Um, a lot of people talk about how cigars bring you together. A lot of people talk about how, how family is like my ancient heritage. It's made cigars since, you know, the Columbus landed. For us, it's more about, look, look we are a family, but it's a family that we choose. And so a lot like what you guys do with your listeners you know, we're really excited to spend time together. We're really excited to do this work and to create this stuff that just makes you say, man, that's incredible. And so the Foreign Affair, I think, is going to be the standout cigar of TPE. With Wise Blood as a close, as a, as a close second, I believe. Uh, but really, I think this is the coming out party for Luciano Cigars, and we're just excited to see the momentum and the, the traction and, and you know, get this vibe that we're getting from the, from the, from the show. Fantastic. And where can people find out more information about Luciano Cigars? So go to www 
www.luchanocigars.com. Uh, find everything about us there, but also you're going to find us in your local retailers because we'll be everywhere. There you go. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking time out. Thank you. Thanks for visiting. We're here with Noel Rojas from Rojas Cigars. How you doing? Great, thanks. So um, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and uh, talk a little bit about your brand. Sure. Uh, well, as you said, my name is Noel Rojas, and I brand myself as the king of small gates. Reason why is we focus on making cigars that are under 50 gauge. It's a very simple why, which is, you know, flavor of the cigars that I put in on the wrapper. Uh, the ratio of the wrapper and smaller gauge cigars is bigger than the wrapper, so you can taste that 80% of the flavor that actually comes from the wrapper. So that's the whole mantra, that's the whole heart of the Rojas brand, is uh, making cigars and catering to the guys who like smaller gauge cigars under 50 gauge. We still make Toros and Robustos uh, on 50 gauge, uh, but they have a lot of very cool. And so we're at TPE 2023. What have you got new that you want to highlight and talk about uh, for our listeners and viewers? Uh, we have uh, a new product for the TPE, which is called the Breakfast Tacos. Yeah. And it's a little, small Salomon. It's these guys right here, yes. right? All right. It's this little guy over here. Yeah. Which is a Salomon four and a half by 44. Okay. And it's meant to be, you know, 35 minutes long. Super creamy, super nutty. Uh, it's just one blend with two different wrappers. Okay. Uh, we use a Connecticut from Ecuador, a Sumatra from Ecuador, and a Mexican San Andres wrapper from Mexico. Okay. Uh, it meant to be more like a medium body cigar, but with a lot of complexity, a lot of flavor, especially on this particular size. You really get that 80% of the flavor. Of that. Fantastic. Fantastic. The MSRP on this is going to be $6. Okay. So it's meant to be that cigar that you know, you're just driving to work. You only have 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you want to take a quick break. You, know, you just grab it, light it up, smoke it. You don't have to wait. It's a full cigar. A nice, really affordable exactly. smoke, but a really great smoke. Exactly. Fantastic. And well, it's all tobacco that we actually grow ourselves and ferment it on ourselves. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Well, Noel, we will let you get back to the show, but where can people find out more about Rojas Cigars? Uh, especially on social media, Facebook and Instagram is the two platforms that we use a lot. Okay. And YouTube videos. Uh, we will have the website up and coming really soon, so be on the catch for that. Perfect. Thank you so much. Have a great show. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. So that would be interviews from Wednesday. Okay. Now, you did all those. You did a, uh, you might have done some of them. I, I did one. We couldn't play it. Oh, that's right. Yep. So we did have an interview with our friend, new friends from Casa 1910. Yes. And we had a bit of an audio glitch with that. But we managed to circle back to them later. We did, so thank God. they will be coming up here And we, had, we even tried their cigars while yeah. we were there. And I'm telling you, really good cigar. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. So All Mexican. It was yeah. a good cigar. And so, yeah, an in- interesting concept to the company that you'll get to hear about here coming up so one of the things that i noticed first day at the show is a distinct lack of primaries at some of the booths and that came due to the scheduling of tpe in february so nick perdomo was not there this year because he was off doing farm tours 
down in Nicaragua. Yep. I hate that because I love that guy. You have a number of Nick of Dominican um, primaries from the companies that were not there because Pro Cigar was taking place in the Dominican yep. Republic at the same time, and so they were down doing that. Like I know Michael Herklotz was down, you know, doing that event and everything, and so you had a number, or at least that's what I was told. Yeah. So you have a number of people. He just didn't want us to violate our restraining he, order. He might have been hiding yeah. from us. Yeah. yeah. He just told everyone in the Davidoff booth, like, if Nick could get her, come by. Tell him I'm in the Dominican. <laughs> if these jackasses <laughs> walk by, and it's that picture of us with the chicken. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, if they come by, tell them I'm in the DR. Um, but anyway, it, but like, I thought, so okay, TPE, the show floor was 27% bigger this year. According to according to them. The, the show sh- floor. The show floor was 27 but not necessarily the cigar floor. Yes. Um the show floor was 27% bigger this year and um you know you had that going on. Um you know, it just uh yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I what do you do you think it felt like there were more people? I mean, you know, <laughs> there were more CBD, whatever the bubble gum, all the little girls hooching it up. There was more of that. There was a whole lot more of that. Yeah, like um, you know, it uh, it definitely was a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know. I don't know. It it was it was very interesting because, and I can get into that more on when we get to Friday. Yeah, because I took a walk through it. Yeah, it was something to see. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll we'll get to that. So, so crowd wise Wednesday, I didn't think it was like super busy. No, I, did I not actually think so either. I actually thought it was kind of like meh on Wednesday. Yeah, but which the, was good because we were able to hit some people quick. We were now for interviews. Some, some manufacturers were very happy with Wednesday already. Mm-hmm. You know, and good for them. I mean, I, well, let's be honest. All want. it takes is one or two of their, you know, bigger stores to make orders and mm-hmm. you know they've covered their nut for the day mm-hmm. i mean well that's the other thing with this being in february this year the taa um meetup which has a lot of the bigger retailers in the to, you yeah. know taa group you know that's coming up soon so you know some people were speculating that the the whales quote unquote yeah. were uh holding off for the taa you know convention and so they didn't they didn't come to this but I still think it was a fairly well attended event. I just uh, I question whether or not it was as busy as last year. But it may be a situation where because it was more spread out, if there was twenty seven percent more show floor, maybe it felt yeah. emptier because there was just more floor. Maybe. Anyway, um, so Wednesday night was the industry party, and um, that was a lot of fun. Now I will say the food line was a bit of a clusterfuck. It wasn't. No, but it was. It a, wasn't. It was a clusterfuck. You had two buffet lines going with the sides and everything like that, but yes. you had one meat carving station at the end. And what was happening is you had double lines per buffet, so you had one on each left, side, right, left, right, left, yeah. right, left, right. So you had four lines converging at the meat, and nobody knew what the fuck was going on. And so it was, it was a clusterfuck. <clears throat> we were in what would be the right table line. Mm-hmm. And I finally told Nick, I said, we're not moving. People are coming and cutting in the line at the bar. At the bar, yeah. And they were just coming in and, you know, I watched them. They were just filtering in. So and you our line jumped to moving. the left. And then not only did you jump to the left, you went to the it was meat just carving. Jump to the and left. Then you, then you went to the meat carving station. And then you jumped to all the other meat carving stations. So Trey, yes. so Trey and I finally get up there and get some steak. We each get two fucking slivers of steak. <laughs> 
Okay, we get two cuts, and that's all we get. We look over at Jeff's plate, and he's got a full steak cut in the strips on his thing because he went to every freaking meat carving station available. Not my fault. You didn't we do were it right. ready to jump you and steal <laughs> your steak. Plain I, and simple, we were ready to do it. It was because really, it looked like you guys had. I mean, seriously, they were two little pieces of meat about that long. I've never been more disappointed in that. Because cause you're all like, oh, we got to go to the buffet at the party, man. It's such good steak. They got the good food, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was real great mashed potatoes. Real great asparagus. No, those mushrooms were killer. I had. I, uh, I want to recreate those mushrooms in the worst way. That was yeah. the best mushroom. It was like an entree of mushrooms. It was bizarre. Yeah. I'm sure they were to be put on the steak, but oh, my God. You didn't get enough themselves. steak to put them on. I did. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All, all you had to do. Was get carved at one and then step to the other one. That's all I did. Anyway, so that's not how it went down. Yeah, you missed out on the tomahawk steak completely. No, I got the tomahawk. You I got missed tomahawk. out on the fillet. The, okay. I missed out on the fillet. But yeah. So we moved out of the buffet area, moved to the pool side where the that party me was. Great joy, by the way. And it was chilly. It was chilly in the pool side yeah. area. You know, I mean, it, you got to figure it was, the down, it was getting down in the 30s at night. So it was mm-hmm. a little chilly. And, and yes, me there in my shorts. We had the dancers. So we had the same band as last year. And that band is killer. They really are. And I wish I would have taken note. Joel from Aladino was telling uh, Trey Mac and I about this band. And like all of them have like like legit credits. This is not a house band. This is not a local band. Yeah. This is like some of these guys were in Lifehouse. Some of these guys are in like, I mean, there were like three or four like legit. They've made it like they've had hits bands. Yes. And they kind of have come together to make this band, yep. and so like they, they're 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 not like nobodies, yeah. and they they put on a great show. This they is two really years did. in a row they've done it, and but they have these dancers that dance on these giant cubes. They didn't last year; that just this year on the. Cor- no, I'm pretty sure they had them. Last I don't remember year. them. Like, I'd remember them. Um, on, let's be they honest. were on the cu- They were on the cubes surrounding the pool, mm-hmm. and like basically they took half an hour long shifts just dancing. And and think about the shape, because I assume, okay, I'm going to make an assumption here. The girls were either showgirls or strippers. At least one of them had the stripper moves down. I'll give you that. Yeah. So, but, but, see, but there were also dudes dancing. There were dudes now, dancing. Now, why were there dudes? Because there were women at the show, and we we're going to be equal opportunity. But see, here we're going to get into something else. We're going to get into the conspiracy theory that oh, we were God. all discussing. We wondered if the women really were women. Because there were at least a, a few where it was definitely suspect. and There given, was one where it was suspect. Given the fact that this party was put on by Drew Estates, it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> if maybe Drew Estates thought it'd be cool to have some, you know, trainees up there dancing. For Slip everybody. a tranny in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it seems like a Drew Estate kind of brand You've had thing. that problem before. I have not had, had that problem before. slipped in. You know, there were no trannies. No trannies. <laughs> anyway. Um, we're not being very woke. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying you were the one staring at the potential tranny for quite some time. That I'll tell you what, that, that little blonde girl in the sequin bra, she, yeah, she could be my third ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember at one point I leaned over to Trey Mac. And she I was said, the one with the stripper moves, too, if I recall. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I leaned over to Trey Mac. I said I'd give her half of what I got left. <laughs> 
which is half of what the one took and half, uh, which was half of what the la- first one took. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she's getting like an eighth at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, but no, it was a good party. Um, it was a lot of fun. I will say I wish I would have had somewhere to sit because poolside, it was just all these padded seats. Dude, all the padded seats were full of water. So as soon as I sat down, I immediately felt water on my jeans. I got up and let them dry. But I didn't want to be walking around looking like a poopy Here's the problem. Once I'd already wet myself with the cushion, I thought, I'm already wet. Might as well take it. And I took it. Now. Oh, fuck. I don't have the board immediately ready. (laughs) God, that was me totally slipping. And, uh. Do I even have it on here anymore? I don't. That's what she said. That's what she <laughs> said. So, <laughs> damn it. Now, at one point, some folks came over and kind of came over. And, you know, you do the bro shake where you kind of shake and then you kind of lean uh-huh, in for the uh-huh. half hug. And I'm pretty sure it was Mickey Peg came over and gave me a half hug. <laughs> pretty sure, huh? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Mickey. There were reasons, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're not going to get into the reasons. Came over and gave me a hug. It was Blue. either him or Jack Taranio. Blue carpet. Because <laughs> I did talk to both of them, but I don't remember which one of Yeah, blue carpet. Blue carpet. Blue carpet got in my way. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at one point, I'm uh, I'm 99% sure it was Peg this happened to. Because I did talk to several people that walked by me. You definitely don't want to <clears> get pegged <throat> at the party. So <laughs> I leaned forward to give him that the the bro hug and the shake. Yeah. And I realize Good God, what'd you do? <laughs> Did you push him in the pool? I missed this. I leaned forward. I think I was in the bar for this. I don't remember this. You were. I leaned forward to give him a hug. And it's at that point I realize I've shifted the cushion that's full of water. And <laughs> <laughs> Out the hole in between my legs. No <laughs> way. You look like you're pissing on the guy as you're leaning forward to hug him. <laughs> oh my god. I hope that didn't reach him because he's gonna think I just urinated on him. Oh the my man. god, that's fucking hilarious. I didn't know this until right this moment. This is the best thing I've heard all day. And I'm like I'm like, oh, tell me that didn't happen. So after you left, I leaned forward again. Out it goes. You pissed on Mickey Pig. <laughs> Technically the cushion, or Jack but he doesn't know the or difference. Or Jack <clears throat> Either way. Yeah. Oh, our God. It was one of those. I, I'm pretty sure it was Peg. Oh, my. And, and to his credit, he didn't say a word if it did hit him. <laughs> <laughs> I had to feel like I was pissing on him when I leaned forward. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my I God. I kept that one a secret till this moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> he never said a word to his credit. Oh, my God. I'm guessing it didn't hit him because if somebody leaned forward and, and pissed it felt on like you? they were pissing on me, I would probably have said probably something. Go, Whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy, big fella. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> I was in the bar with Trey Mack and Nick Gervais when this is going down. Mm-hmm. and uh, But that was where I heard the rumor. That was not a rumor. Yeah, this this was scary for a moment for us. The hotel elevators went down. Yeah. And there was a cat that was trapped in the elevator for an hour and a half. They were taking people out or down the elevators six at a time in the like freight employee yeah. elevator. And that was it. 
Yeah. You you had no there were no elevators. And so Jeff and I so I heard this. We were on the twenty twenty third third floor. And so I heard this and I'm like, Oh, I'm not gonna tell Jeff this yet. I'm gonna wait and see if they get this fixed because otherwise He's going to have a coronary. And what did I tell you when you told me? The exact same thing that I said yeah. when I heard this, which was, I'm sleeping in the I'm bar sleeping tonight. sleeping in the bar. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to try and climb tried... three flights of stairs to get to my room. They're just, I, because, let's be honest, they would have had to call in like a medevac team for me mm-hmm. about the 10th floor. I think I'd have made it that far. Tenth? <clears throat> Before I had the coronary. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so it would have been. I might have had a few stops in between, but I'd have got to 10. I mean, I could have made it to 23, but it would have been about 6 in the morning when I did it. <laughs> yeah. And Just that, and that to was climb back down. And that was with me starting my climb at like 11 p.m. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, it would have been rough. Yeah, we're not stair climbers, you and I. No. 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 I would have been like crawling up the stairs by the end of it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so that was that was the industry party. It was a lot of fun. We it was a, good, a blast. We had a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, hung out there. Got to see some old friends. Made some new friends. Yeah, it was a good. So we, it was a good time. So we crashed, and uh, that was good. And um, anyway, so that leads us into Thursday, where yep. we got up. We went and had breakfast again. We did. Um, I, now, I only had toast because I, that's the day that you had toast. I was not going to waste. That French toast was too good to waste and too expensive to buy another one when I still had half of it left. I had these kind of Mexican breakfast talk, uh, nachos. I think that was a bad choice. It was a bad choice. Yeah. It was not. It was chorizo. Not, it was not, I like chorizo a lot. It was yeah. not as sold. Because, like, the chips were all soggy. Because it was, like, in a but, bowl. But they said they soaked the chips. It was in they a told bowl. They told you that. But, like, yeah, but I didn't expect that i didn't expect them to be like soggy soggy i thought they just put the salsa on it but like it was it was they soaked them in the salsa very soaked it was it was soaked was it a verde salsa verde or what was it pico pico okay but anyway so um that was that and um then we made it to the show for day two where you and i buckled down we buckled down and we got some interviews done we did. We, we got did. some. We got some interviews. You want to go ahead and Thursday. jump into those now? I'm going to say, why don't we go ahead and jump into Thursday's interviews now, so that we can uh, we can get through those. Let's do that. Okay. We're here with Terrence Riley of Agonor Leaf. How you doing, Terrence? Just living the dream yourself. There you go. You say that all the time. <laughs> it's just a dream life for you. Isn't right, it? Remember, a nightmare is a dream too. So That's true. That's true. So either way, <laughs> I'm telling the truth. Okay. It sounds positive. Sound like you're losing your voice a little bit. I am for you. Yeah. I'm actually doing better than usual. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So, how's the show been for you? Good, good. We got some new products here that have been hit. Uh, driven by customer yeah. demand. We got uh, two new sizes of Lunatic, uh, 770 and 6 snap by 60 Okay. Uh, God knows that there's a market for those. And uh, <laughs> the guys that like our big ring gauge cigars, yeah. uh, we, we didn't have those two sizes. And so, that's driven by uh, demand. And then we have our fresh packs, as you can see here. Four JFR cigars. Connecticut Coro um, and Maduro, two Coro and one of the other two. Uh, MSRP twenty five dollars. That's awesome. So a great deal for a great cigar. Very great. Deal. People are paying twelve bucks for eggs. They can buy some JFRs. There you go. Yeah. I know we uh, we smoke quite a bit of the Agonorsi here on the product or uh, the show, just because uh, the quality of these cigars is so just wonderful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, from so. your mouth to God's ear. There you go. Um, so, aside from the fresh packs and the new uh, sizes on the Lunatics, anything else you want to highlight from the show here? Yeah, just uh, with the new packaging for the Agonor uh, the, uh, the, uh, Signature Selection. Both the Corojo and the Maduro at this point uses Medio Tiempo. Uh, and uh, out of 20,000 bells we harvest every year, 
100, 150 or your typical grade. It's a very rare tobacco, unique taste and flavor, adds some gravitas to the blend. And this kind of highlights our ability to use something like that as a vertically integrated company. And we got the new packaging with it where you really kind of pops more and kind of uh, shows off the, the quality of the product. Very cool. Well, where can people find out more information about Aganorsa Leaf? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> our website, AganorsaLeaf.com. Also, our YouTube channel, Aganorsa Leaf. Great videos on our farms, factories. You can watch me rolling a cigar, which is horrible. Uh, and uh, all sorts of great information. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Aganorsa Leaf. Please follow us, contact us, let us know. There you go. Thanks for your time. Anytime. We're here with Louis Cuevas of Casa Cuevas Cigars. How you doing, Louis? I'm doing super well. Super great to see you again. You as well. How has the show been for you? It's been a very good show. I love this trade show. Yeah? It's intimate. It feels intimate anyway, and uh, just so much more laid back than PCA. Yeah. Although I love PCA. You've seen us there before as well, obviously. But uh, it's been a very, very good show. Very good. Now, we smoked a cigar of yours. It's a new cigar. Why don't we talk about that for a little bit? Okay. That's uh, my son's baby, Sangre Nueva, which means new blood, and it truly is his baby. He's the one that came out with the logo design, the coloring, and most importantly, the blend. Okay. Um, and it was a lot of stress on me, I think, much more than on him, because everyone knew it was his first cigar, Yeah. and if he didn't hit a home run with it, coming back from a failure is really tough. If you've had a long line of successful cigars and you err a little bit on one, then people might forgive it for the next one. Yeah. So as a father, it was really concerned, but the kid knocked it out of the park and, uh, you know, really, really proud of him. He sure did. We smoked it on the show, and I remember distinctly on the cold drop was that brisket flavor, and it was just so intense. And then as you smoked it, it was just all these other flavor notes coming at us, and it was just such a great cigar. Well, thank you. Really, really great. Yeah, a part of it was we used Cameroon for the first time, right? Okay. But then Alec really insisted on something different. So he goes to my dad, let's try a little KFC. And KFC can be scary. It can be very overwhelming. And sure. Either you love it or you hate it. But we found a way to keep it consistent because what my dad does is he's got someone at the factory who slices off the same amount every single time. And that's the only amount that's used in that blend. The rollers are not allowed to double up on it or triple up on it or one and a half it or use less than what's given. Yeah. So you get that consistency all the way through. And it turned out to be a flavor that complemented the other flavors. Oh, for sure. For sure. We really, really, really cool. dug it. So um, aside from that, do you have anything else that you want to highlight and promote? or? Well, this year, for this show, we came out with our very first ever sampler pack of Toros. We've never had a sampler pack it's a humidity pack, right? And it includes three tours from our core line, Habano, Connecticut, Maduro, and then our Maduro and Connecticut from our Reserva line. And it gives the consumer an opportunity to sample our line at a very, very good price. If, if they were to buy the cigars independently, it would, they would be spending maybe $10, $12 more than if they bought them like this. Yeah. So it's a value. At the same time, it exposes the line to the consumer. They get to try different things. And we're excited about it. And I'll tell you, just from like my experience being in shops and things like that, these humidity packs like this, these samplers, dude, they fly off the shelves. They're People moving. love these things. Because like you said, typically there's a little bit of a price break buying it this way for so many cigars than going in and buying them individually and everything else. And like you said, you get a chance to try so many different ones. It's just great. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Perfect it makes sense. sense for the consumer. And, and a lot of times people walk in and go, 
I need a, a gift for someone. You're not sure what they like. Yeah, so here, well, you here, here you go. You have a sample of three different wrappers, essentially five different blends. Why not? Fantastic. Right? Yeah. Fantastic. So where can everyone find out more information about Casa Cuevas? You can go to casacuevascigars.com. Uh, our history is there. And by the way, I'm going to make a, a shout-out to Gabriel Pinares. Gabriel Pinares does a great job uh, promoting us on Instagram and Facebook. But our website, casacuevascigars.com, will give you the history of our company and give you an idea of who we are as a family, the cigars, the history of the family who still produces for uh, manufacturers for other brands. So take a look there, folks. Take a look there if you have a chance. There you go. Louis, thank you so much for taking time out today. Thank you so we much. We really appreciate thank it. You. Thank, thank you. you. We're here with Christian Aroa of CLE Cigars, Asylum Cigars. How you doing? Oh, I'm Nick. Doing well. Yourself? Doing great. Been a little bit. Saw you at the uh, Cigar Authority anniversary. Uh, or, yeah. I'm sorry, the Two Guys anniversary. Two Guys anniversary. Yeah. 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 You good to win the one this year? I'm going to try. Yeah, he's doing a two-day thing. He's doing something with a cow. So the winner gets a cow this year. All right. So he got like this one farm because the hotel didn't want us back. Yeah, I heard. Well, in all fairness, we did smoke up that room really good. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> That's what we do. So we're here at TPE. You guys got a busy booth going on. Tell us a little bit about the trade show. How has it been going for you? Yeah, the trade has been real good for us. I'm actually amazed at TPE how it's grown. Yeah. It, it completely uh, took me by surprise. The booths look nicer. The traffic's nicer and the attention. A lot more retail store, brick and, store, brick and mortar stores coming in. Big thing for us is we're doing a packaging change on Asylum. Okay. We're going to have 25-count boxes. And we're also doing the Deadwood Tobacco Chasing the Dragon. Oh, okay. So that's a new cigar that we'll be launching. And I think April 1st is what we have slated to come out. Now, is that going to be a, a flavored infused cigar like... It would, yeah, it'd be similar. Right. I mean, we don't use those words. Okay. Well, no, I get but, it. I just, but it's a, you know, a, yeah, it's going to be along those lines. Okay. Probably not as strong. I'm not a huge expert on the, on those uh, on that type of taste. Yeah, yeah. But we do have real people involved, and, and uh, Bill, the guy who owns that with tobacco now, he yeah. was really behind this project, and he designed and developed the whole thing. That's fantastic. So we're real happy to do it. It's interesting for us. Yeah. We've always been very uh, traditionalist and, and more conservative. Yeah. But I like this whole this whole approach. I like the way he approaches cigars. Yeah. So uh, we're, we did it two years ago. We were focusing just on the store, but it was the demand became so great everywhere else. All of a sudden, we started getting more more requests for it, or he started getting more requests. So we're going full boat on it now in April. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to announce or that's coming out, or is well, that, the, or, the, or the, anything new? No. The other funny thing is that the April Fools we did a couple years ago, the ninety by nine became yeah. a real size now. Oh yeah. So no. now it's regular production. This year, the new one will have the red band and red color on it. We're going after the, the whole Chinese thing, and okay. we actually made some little uh, rabbit ears on, on the uh, on the Suna, which is what we call the, the, the asylum skull. Okay, Very and, cool. uh, and and in general, everything's going real well for us. You know, it's still strong. We fixed our a lot of our manufacturing production issues because we had to take our production from one and a half, two million cigars a year to four million cigars a year. So we had to double production. Yeah, we improved our box factory, a lot more technology. We're going now with solar panels at our factory as well. Okay. And like a year and a half ago, we finished the whole reverse osmosis at the factory. So all our water now is pure, it's clean, mineral free. Okay. Which is very big for us. So we're going a lot cleaner in everything we do, a lot more organized, and more and more production out of Honduras now again. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we will let you go. You have a Thank fantastic you, Thanks trade a lot, guys. show. Thanks for taking time out for us. And good luck. Thank you and, so uh, much. And see you guys at the Cigar Pulpit. Thank you very much.
We're here with Sam Ventura of Crux Cigars. How you doing, Sam? Hello, pulpit parishioners. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Doing all right. How's the doing show been? It's good. It's good. You know, TPE Las Vegas 2023. Yep. First show of the year. Um, seeing a lot of retailers, reconnecting with a lot of industry friends. Great people I don't get to see anymore, such as you two. It's true. I gotta say that, right? Because it's your channel. I gotta be. Yeah, you gotta be nice to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To you, but not to Gator. Nah, fuck Gator. It's a Gator. So, anyway. It's like Gator's not on camera. <laughs> so, what have you got new here at the show? Oh, we have the cigar that I probably should have held in my hand before I handed them to Gator to put in the bag. It's so true. I can at least show them. But, you know. But, uh, as I said earlier, I'm a little tired. It's my first interview of the show. So, stand by, parishioners. We will get you something visual. Uh, Maybe. I'm gonna steal some of these later. Okay, there we go. All right, sorry about that. I'm awake now. All right, there so, you go. Uh, our newest offering, which is gonna be shipping in the next couple months, is gonna be our Epicure Habano. Okay. Uh, it's gonna use the same foundational filler and binder tobaccos as our Epicure and Epicure Maduro, but this is gonna replace the wrapper with a Ecuador, or excuse me, a Nicaraguan Habano Jalapa wrapper. Okay. Um, it's gonna be a nice, solid, medium, uh, real good, subtle, smooth flavors, as the Epicure line is known for. Yeah. Um, and it'll start shipping within the next two to three months. Okay. I uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm a big Habano smoker, so that sounds like something that's right up my alley. We we originally announced it last year, and then we're working on some package redesign. Um, but I have smoked them uh, consistently throughout the last few months, and they are fantastic. I'm really excited for this. It is going to be our first brand new, completely new blend in over four years. Yeah. We put a lot of time and energy into it, uh, and we wanted to make sure we got it right. I think we absolutely got the cigar right. It's just a matter now of finalizing that package, uh, that packaging, so that we have something nice to uh, put this fantastic cigar in. Well, yeah, because your packaging is very like spot on and stands out really it's, in the humidor it's really well. It's definitely helped us as a brand kind of kind of get noticed more. Yeah. And uh, we've kind of become known for it. We get a lot of compliments at every trade show uh, from both consumers as well as other brands, other manufacturers. They often come by and they go, man, I just, I got to tell you, I love your packaging. Yeah. What's the thought of it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it works really well for us. It's helped us great in the market. Um, so it's just that thing where we're the kind of company, we want to do it the right way, not right away. Um, we'd rather we'd rather wait a little bit, make sure it's perfect before it hits the shelf, so that you have the best possible experience with our product as you can have. Fantastic. So, uh, it will be coming soon, so look forward uh, to getting that at your local retailer, your Crux retailer. If you go to CruxCigars.com, you can find a store locator. You can find uh, the Crux retail partner closest to you, and uh, try this fantastic cigar and the uh, rest of the line. Very good. Well, Sam, we'll let you get back to it. Thank you so great much. Great to see you guys as well, great Gator. Great to see you. You look great. You guys can't see him, but damn, he's looking better every time I see him. <laughs> I like you. Okay, guys, we're here talking to Jack Tarano with Espinosa Cigars. Tell us what's going on here at uh, the TPE trade show. It's madness, I tell you. Uh, a little quiet, early start of the day. Yesterday was, uh, was pretty crazy here uh, at Espinosa. What do you want to know what's new? Let's hear what's new. What's new? We added a, if you're familiar with our wasabi line, the Candela, we added a Lancero. Everybody's been asking for a Lancero. It's finally featured. I'm sure you guys will get a picture of it. We also added a Lancero in the Especial line. So we got a couple of new Lanceros. At Espinosa, we're pretty big. We, we, we pretty much feature a Lancero in every one of our brands. Yeah. There was two that didn't have it. So we added that. And then we released the full release of Knuckle Sandwich Connecticut. The Guy okay. Fieri collaboration, uh, Habano and Maduro knocked it out of the park last year. So we added a, uh, a Connecticut line to it, Box Press, beautiful lineup. 
Robusto Toro and uh, I believe it's uh, Sig- no Corona Gorda okay. is the third size. So it's it's been eagerly anticipated. Finally, it's out. People are ordering it like crazy, and hopefully, it catches catches the same type of fire that the, the first renditions of Knuckle Sandwich did. That's awesome. So so we're very excited. It was a great year last year. Um, looking forward to another great year, and uh, and this is the start of it all. TPE normally in January, moved into February, but but it's it's. You know, we are, we're also joined TAA, so now we got this trade show. We got another trade show, and we got the PCA quickly approaching. Yeah, so three July. trade shows back to back, back to back to back. Yep. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. So, well, uh, tell but, us real quick how do folks reach out? Like, find you on the social media listen, website. Espinosa Cigars, Jack Tarano page, Hector Alfonso, Eric Espinosa. We're all very active. You can follow us individually. Follow Espinosa Cigars. Lazona is our uh, factory in Esteli. On the Lazona group page, you get a lot of information. EspinosaCigars.com. We're not really good at updating that website, but we're getting better. Uh, but social media is the way to go. Instagram, follow us all. You can fire, follow Richie Riot. You follow. I mean, we, we are very active in answering questions and, and, and engaging with consumers on social media. So That's awesome. So, Brother, thank you so much for your you. time. Enjoy yeah, the thank show. You. Thank you, guys. All right. And right now we are here talking to... Adrian Strickland. I'm the South Territory Manager at Miami Cigar and Company. So tell us a little bit about Miami Cigar and Company. So Miami Cigar and Company, we're a distributor, manufacturer of a few different brands. The one we're probably most well known for, the Tatiana Cigars. It's been a line that we're happy to celebrate our 25th anniversary of this year. We'll have some exciting new projects coming later in the year. Um, Let's take a look. Yeah, we have multiple sizes, multiple different flavors. Uh, on display. We also have some non-flavored lines that we're awfully proud of as well. So on the left, we have the Don Lino line that comes into Connecticut and a Maduro. And these are a great price point cigar. It's fantastic for the golf course. You're looking at like $6 retail on the Connecticut and it's a San Andreas Maduro. So I'm actually smoking the Connecticut right now. Nesta Miranda line, the really popular for us. We have just the Connecticut Habano. We keep it simple, three sizes of each. Price point, also fantastic on those. Nicaraguan Puro on the Habano, and then Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper on the Connecticut. And then over here, up, if we can mosey. (laughs) So we've had a long uh, partnership with La Aurora as their U.S. distributor, and they will be taking over, it's a new venture, they'll be taking over their U.S. distribution as of April 1st of this year. Uh, Until then... We are still distributing uh, La Aurora's line. They're the oldest Dominican cigar factory, started in 1903. This is a new release, limited edition, 700 boxes. It's called the Ordage. Uh, and they've done a few different uh, releases of these through the years. It's been a couple years since the last one. So this release this year we're excited about. comes in a 15-count box of Toros. Uh, once they're gone, they're gone. It's all tobacco. It's 11 years old. So. And then, of course, their flagship, the Preferito line, that comes in the tubes. Six different wrappers in that one. So. Yeah, that's it. We don't have a whole lot of new releases or anything this year. We're just excited to offer some deals to our customers uh, on our core lines. And uh, we look forward to unveiling some new projects in the Tatiana line later in the year. That's awesome. Well, Adrian, thank you so much for your time. You are so welcome, Gator. Great to meet you guys. Y'all have a great day. We're joined by Drew Newman of J.C. Newman. How are you doing, sir? Doing great. Thank you for stopping by and oh, visiting. Thank you for having us here. So, the awesome booth. Thank I think you. we have to talk thank about you. that for a moment. I, I mean, I, I think it's safe to say that we have the most unique cigar booth 
here at TPE. It's a replica of our 112-year-old iconic Elderlo Cigar Factory in the Cigar City of Tampa. Yeah, we've toured it, and uh, you know, it's it's not quite the, the real yeah. thing, but well, it's very close. We're gonna bring it very a, reminiscent. We're gonna bring a taste of Tampa and Cigar City to Las Vegas. So we've recreated uh, our cigar museum, brought some artifacts from our company's 127-year history. Brought some hands of tobacco and uh, our replica of our museum. If nothing else. It's a beautiful tease for everyone to come down it to is. Tampa and try the real the real tour. It is. It's so cold here in Las Vegas right now. It's a, it's a great incentive to get people to come to sunny, beautiful Florida. Oh, for sure. So, how's the show been for you? It was great. It's always a fun show because it gives us a chance to catch up with, with old friends like you and meet yeah. new friends and uh, see everybody. And enjoy great cigars, too. For sure. So, speaking of cigars... You have anything new that you want to highlight? Anything coming out you want to highlight? Sure. Well, I guess I should start with with our Angel Cuesta cigar. It's a beautiful cigar we're rolling in Tampa on our third floor in our hand rolling room, and it's just got a, a gorgeous Ecuadorian Havana seed wrapper, and it's a it's got a great story too. It was the, the, the cigar of uh, the King Alfonso XIII of Spain a hundred years ago. So we're we're bringing it back to life, and look forward to releasing it in uh, March, April. That's fantastic. I know we just tried the El Baton oh, on the amazing. show not too terribly long what ago. What a great cigar that is. Fantastic cigar. We really both enjoyed it a lot. We also have our uh, Black Diamond here that's on display. And yes. We received Cigar of the Year from Cigar Spirits Magazine, so we were, we were thrilled by that. We were fortunate enough to try that late in the year, I believe, last year with uh, on the show. Nice. Again, fantastic Thank cigar. You. Yeah, it's always, it's always, you know, just when we get something from you, it's always just like, it's, it's quality. We just know that it's going to be good. It's just how good is it going to be? Well, thank you. We know because we're a family business yeah. and our names on this on each cigar, it's very important to us that every cigar is perfect. We want want you, want everyone to, to have confidence that, you know, that we pick up a J.C. Newman cigar. It's going to be outstanding flavor, value, construction, and quality, and you can't go wrong. Fantastic. Where can people find out more about J.C. Newman and, uh, you know, maybe catch up on uh, what you got coming out? Absolutely. Please visit our website, jcnewman.com, or on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And certainly come down to the Cigar City of Tampa and tour our cigar museum and factory. And we'll even teach you how to roll cigars. I cannot recommend the tour enough. I, we you. had such a wonderful time. And we were so early. I mean, I'm sure there's been additions to the tour. Not Maybe not big additions, but, you know, little tweaks you've made since the early days that we well, did. Well, we're always improving our cigars and certainly our visitors' experience, too. But, you know, last year we had... 10,000 visitors come through our factory wow. in Tampa to learn about this, the history and the tradition and the craftsmanship of a premium cigar. And now we've expanded, since you were there, yeah. to having cigar rolling classes. We're going to start a blending class with 20, 30 different types of tobacco later this year and, and are just going from there. And so uh, we want to celebrate the American cigar tradition in Cigar City. You know, and, and before we go, that reminded me. So what is the status of the hotel, yeah. bed and breakfast, whatever it is across the street. So um, across 16th Street, we are currently building Cigar Workers Park, a beautiful area to, to, to enjoy cigars outside. Our our new bat houses are going in tomorrow. In oh, fact, cool. I missed that part of the installation. And then um, our, our new hotel is uh, hopefully opening in, in, in 2025. We just okay. got our first permits uh, uh, last week, in fact, to uh, start the restoration process of bringing that 112-year-old building back to life. But uh, That's excited fantastic. to welcome 
cigar enthusiasts from all around the world to Cigar City and to experience uh, the J.C. Newman cigar tradition. There you go. Well, perfect. We look forward to uh, maybe staying in the hotel in 25. Come be our first guest. There we go. Perfect. Drew, as always, thank, thank you, you so much for your time. We Thanks really for visiting. Okay, and guys, we're here at the TPE Show 2023 talking to our good friend Scott with Davidoff of Geneva. So Scott, tell us what's going on at the show. Uh, we're having a great show so far. It's been extremely busy for us. We're showcasing uh, some new products and um, kind of giving everyone a little taste of what's to come in the future. And uh, it's been it's been a blast so far. Good deal. Uh, yeah, it's really good. So um, it's always fun to get everyone together and see faces. You know, you from time to time, and it's it's just a good vibe all around. So yep. always a pleasure to be here. You know, that's awesome. So you mentioned some new products. What do you have that's new? Um, one of the things by Camacho, right, is the Camacho Scorpion, which um, is highlighted over there. Newer newer blend. Um, both in Connecticut and Sun Grown version, uh, but a, a more value-driven cigar. Uh, okay. So, you know, under the $8 normal price point for us, but it's been uh, a great reception so far. I've, I've heard buzz in the show about that cigar. Yes, it's been, it's been really cool. So it's a little different for us um, to kind of come out with something like that, but it's been a, a huge hit so far. That's awesome. Very happy. Very yeah. awesome. Yeah, and then as far as other stuff, um, Ferry Otago is a brand we distribute that's a little over a year old. We're, we're familiar with Bill Yeah, Yes, of yes. course. We yeah. know we know him very yes. well. We love him. Um, and that's been a, a great success as well, and getting a lot of new trial out there for that. And the brand's really... I'm a big fan of the title. How good is that? It's right? fantastic, man. So, yeah, very happy to have them on board. Well, so how do folks reach out to you guys, like social media, website, things like that? Yeah, you can um, e- easily. Uh, Davidoff of Geneva on um, on Instagram, on Facebook, totally can get us that way. Uh, website, uh, Davidoff of Geneva since 1911, and uh, we're very communicative that way, so always can reach out and find out what's going on. Awesome. Scott, we really appreciate your time. Thank, thank you. Thank you. It's always a pleasure getting to see you guys. So. Good deal. All right. Take care, everyone. We're here with Carlos from Yaya Cigars. How you doing, brother? Nice to meet you, brother. Doing good. Nice you, I was going to say, we met each other on the Zoom, but yeah. this is the beauty of the show. You get to like come and see people in person and actually meet It's not the same doing it in video. No. Like, not the same. Exactly. Not the same. So, Yaya Cigars with the United Cigars Group. Yep. Distributing. How's it been going? Everything's going great. Other than Yaya, which also introduced the uh, Amigas line and the uh, United Cigars from the Firecracker. So this has been a really great event. We've been selling a lot here, getting a lot of people. We appreciate you coming up with new stuff. So we're trying to figure out what we're going to do or how we're going to do it, but we're coming to take stuff. I know. I absolutely love the IS car. so happy that you're here so that I can say hi and everything. Um, I spoke to one that I bought for Gator. Nah, nah. uh, you know, he wasn't on the show with us. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so for BCA, we're trying to do something different this year. Yeah. So we're gonna subscribe to a blend that's never seen before. Yeah. So it's actually nice. See how it goes. Not gonna talk about it now. Uh, not yet. <laughs> couple months. Couple months. All right. All right. Well, we'll look forward to giving that a shot, and we want to thank you so much for taking time out. Where can people find out more about you and Yaya? Well, you can follow our Instagram, it's the Magdalena Magia, also it's Yaya Cigars. 
and my personal Instagram, you can find it. It's a weird name to say it, but it is there. We United Distributors on our cigars. We're in the place Fox Shop. We don't have those doors. Just find us out and give us a call or whatever. You know, oh, perfect. Fantastic. Right. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. And we're here with Oliver Nouveau of United Cigars. How you doing, Oliver? Oh, that's impressive. You said the last name correctly. I mean, Nouveau. I tried. Are you French? That's no, awesome. No. I'm doing great. I'm living the dream. <laughs> I'm coming on the tail end of day two. So, yeah. you know, the feet are barking, but everything's good. I Everything's get that. Good. I get that. So, so tail end of day two, how's it been? It's been good. Well received. I mean, we've had uh, a lot of people rolling through. We see a lot of people exiting now as, uh, you know, like I said, we're coming to the end of the show. Yeah. But overall, great response. You know, friend, you know, happy, friendly people coming through, so we couldn't be happier. There you go. So what do you want to highlight from United Cigars at the show today? Yeah, so we got we got a ton of stuff, but we'll focus on the firecracker first off because we just did a collaboration with All Saints Cigars. So we have the St. Patrick's Day firecracker coming out, shipping to retailers on Monday. It's time to celebrate for, the, for St. Patrick's Day. And then on top of that, we have the Stadium Series. So they kind of match with baseball season and St. Patrick's Day. Perfect. Green, green, green. Perfect, perfect. So is the Stadium Series a new play, or a new cigar this year? Is it the prior? So Stadium Series, we are, there, there was a Stadium Series 1. Yes. It was unreleased. Yes. So this year we're releasing the 6x6. And we're re-releasing the CLE. Okay, perfect. Well, so then in terms of how people can find out about United Cigars, either retailers that want to bring them in or consumers that want to find them. Well, on social media, we're United Cigars. And on the website, unitedcigargroup.com. And you check us out there, we'll respond, we'll help you out, we'll track down whatever cigar you're taking. Perfect. Thank you so much, Oliver. It's really a pleasure, as always. Always a pleasure. So, just want to say thank you to the Cigar Pulpit crowd, and remember, I United, Smoke United, Live United. So that was Thursday. It was. And uh, we had a good day Thursday, I thought. You know? Yeah, I did too. We got to go around. and I think it was busier. It was busier. It was a lot busier on Thursday. Yeah. Now, one thing you and I did on Thursday was we caught up with Tim from the Hill Cigar Company. We did. And, we and it was a, great to see him. It was good to see him. We had a nice long chat with him uh, while sitting there at the uh, all the, the H. Upman booth. And I got to tell I got to give credit to the H. Upman people. Yeah. They had a fantastic booth because not only were they offering shoe shines, yes, and not only were they offering beer, they were giving away um, Blue Moon and Sierra Nevada paired with one of their H. Upman cigars, yes. But they also were giving away haircuts. You could get your haircut right there at their booth. And you know who the gentleman was that was giving away haircuts? He was apparently famous because people were stopping him and getting pictures with him while he was giving haircuts. He gives haircuts to the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, he's the team. now it makes sense. He's the team barber for the Las Vegas Raiders, the NFL team. Tim and got a haircut. So Tim got a haircut. Yeah. You were telling me I needed to get a haircut. You, you still do. I really don't. My hair's fine. I have good hair. I got this weird hair thing going on where it's sticking out. My Yeah, I look goofy. It's because you pulled your headset back over your head. I've tried to adjust it several times and it just, you just keeps sliding. You didn't just set it down. You pulled it back. Yeah, I went with the high and tight before we went to Vegas and... Yeah, it was real mm-hmm. short. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we hung out Thursday. I thought it was a great, great show um, Thursday. A lot of business being done. It was really nice. And um, we uh, so we had a good day. But I will say, by end of day Thursday, 
physically, Dragon. I, was, I was fucking done. Dragon. I mean, I was right like, there with you, buddy. That concrete floor in there is unforgiving. And mm-hmm. I and I wore shoes with legit padding in them and everything. I wore my flip flops. Um, it was not. I don't know how you did it. It was not bright. I don't know how you did it because like you have no padding whatsoever practically with those yeah. things. And so I don't know how you did it. But I well, I took them off for a while and carried them around like a woman with her heels and went yeah. barefooted. But when we got back People to the on when that. we got back to the hotel from the show, I went to the hotel shop and I paid uh what did I pay? I paid twelve dollars for a small bottle of Excedrin and uh I popped a couple of those and I will say that helped a lot. Yeah. Um but then you and I met up with Nick Gervais, and we tied on a feed bag. And and we have to we have to stop here and say thank you. Yes, to Nick Gervais. Big thanks to Nick Gervais from my monthly cigars and fucking good coffee. Is, we had our second annual yes end of TPE dinner with yep. Nick Gervais, and we went the, last year. We went to Ruth's Chris. This year we decided let's tie on a feed bag. We went to the Wind Buffet, and the three of us put a hurting on that buffet. We did. I mean, yeah. you were double plating it uh, first round over. Okay. Like you came back with like two mounded plates of shrimp and crab legs. Well, and but th- that was the one plate. But it, crab legs are deceiving because they take up a lot of real estate. It was a lot plate, of real estate, but they don't result in a lot of like actual meat intake. A lot of protein. I don't know. You you sucked out everything you could. Oh man, I was digging <laughs> in. A, yeah, I, yeah. I went. Yeah, you, I was all in. You went to town, but. I also had a really nice plate of sushi. Mm. That was that was my starter was the sushi. It went into the crab legs, and then I went up and hit the rest of the buffet. I missed the prime rib. I, I didn't, didn't see it. I didn't it wasn't see out. the prime rib either. I, I got some wonderful pork tenderloin. This cat though, next that was to just us. Amazing. I'm done. I've eaten my bread pudding and creme brulee. I've cashed it in. Yep. And I walked. I watched this cat walk back with a piece of prime rib the size of my head and sits down next to me. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. You were thinking about it. I though. was thinking about it, um, but I was just to the point where I wasn't uncomfortable. No, that came later. Yeah, because realistically, I w- I stopped when I thought was I was OK. And the fullness grew and grew yeah. to the point of absolute discomfort. Yeah, I, for a I was while. never uncomfortable to the point if I'd gone and got that prime rib. I, I would have did have to go use the bathroom there at the wind now. I would like to point out the win had full doors on. It was a little room. It wasn't like a stall. It was like a little room, full door. You were a private yeah. little room. But what made it very awkward was when you were standing and waiting for that little room, and there was a group of very flamboyantly dressed Italian men standing there also waiting for oh, a little room. guy looked like Liberace. No, they all kind of had yeah. Liberace-ish things going I only on. saw the one dude with the poofy sleeves coming out of under his blue jacket both of the stalls were used were in use and so that's where i think i sent you a text from the stall that said the only thing worse than a warm toilet seat is a warm toilet seat while there's a group of flamboyantly dressed italians chattering outside your door that was were you in there just moaning and groaning as you did your business it was a thing yeah and then then i ran out of toilet paper Oh, you didn't tell me that. No, oh, no. This, this is my little surprise secret. Oh, no. Ran out of TP. So you know what ended up having to be used? Because, you, I mean, you're there. It's what you got to do. What did you do? You know those paper seat covers? I've done that. Those thin I've done pa- that. Yeah. I took like three of those, wadded them up. Yep. 
Boy, that scratched the shit out of my ass, but yeah. man, I got it. <laughs> yeah, it's like but using sandpaper at that point. It was but... not good, but yeah, I managed. But oh, um, yeah. Were you able to bidet in there? Was there a sink? Mm-mm. Nothing to climb up in. Okay. I mean, there's a public sink, but there was a little child playing in the water, so I didn't think it would be appropriate for me to drop trow and stick my my ass underneath the sink. Here, kids, scooch over. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kid, do me a favor. Reach under there and trigger the sensor for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's where that's where the police get involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to trigger your sensor. So anyway, so we had dinner at the Wynn, and it was a wonderful dinner. Nick cashed it in early at that point because... Nick apparently has a habit on the last night of the show to just go out very, very late, not go to bed, yeah. and then struggle the entire he, next he, day. As to his credit, he fought that. As he goes home. And yes, to his credit, he fought that. He went home, back to the hotel, went to bed, and was able to get out of town at a decent time. Yep. You and I uh, went back to the Sahara where we grabbed cigars. Court again. And went down to the Cas Bar and held court. And mm-hmm. this is where we met a very nice gentleman from Virginia who had a shop. Uh, what was his name? Al- Albert? I, I feel like it's I Albert. I feel like it, yes. I'm really drawing a blank. I feel like it's Albert. I was having trouble hearing. Well, you know, my hearing's bad to begin with. It and was, then that cat was, it was playing loud, music. Then we had the live music going yeah. on. And Al- I think it was Albert. He was he was a little soft-spoken. He was the he was nicest si- guy. He was sitting right next to me. And I was struggling yeah. to hear him at times. So, yeah, he was super and nice. And I was across the table. and yeah. It was... um, but Terrence Riley from Aganorsa Leaf, yep. uh, he and his crew came over and sat down and joined us. And actually, Terrence's such a nice guy. The one gentleman, and I don't know if I ever caught his name. Uh, I may have, and I'm drawing a blank now. He sat down. He was actually Albert's rep. So That's I, right. So I introduced the two of them, yep. and they sat and talked for quite some yep. time. So I'm hoping that that actually resulted in a deal. Yeah. I don't know if it did or not, but I'm hoping But you're it right. Did. It was his rep. Um, it was his rep. And, and then, so, then our buddy Sam came over and sat with us for a while mm-hmm. from Ventura. Sam, Sam Ventura from Crux. Yeah. Or Sam from Ventura. Yeah, yeah. Sam Ventura Sam, from Crux. Sam Ventura Crux. from Crux. Yeah. Uh, Crux Cigars, he came over and sat down. So at some point, we're sitting with Terrence and Sam and everything. Well, then, you know, Terrence, he... We were kind of big pimping at that point. It was a fun time, yeah. yeah. And so, anyway, Terrence had to get to his room and crash out and totally get that. Um, so we sat with Sam for a little while longer. Then, um, after a little bit, that's when um, Joel from Aladino came by. Yep. And uh, told some stories that we cannot tell. That... That cat's something. He's a trip, man. Yeah. <laughs> my goal, my goal is to get him and Trey Mac together on the show. This is world's collide. Because I dude. think it's going to be a. Oh, big, it'll be epic. I think it'll be a thing. I think it'll be a thing. Guys, yeah. you all, if you're a regular listener of the pulpit. Yeah. You've heard Trey Mac on the show. Yep. You've heard the wacky stories that come from Trey Mac on the show. Yeah. I think Joel gives Trey a run for his money. I really do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think he does. Yeah. And uh, and I'm going to say something, and I'm probably going to make our sponsor mad, Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios that we're in here. Okay. The JRE folks are pretty straight-laced. Seem to be. Yeah, pretty yeah. just, you know, buttoned up. I we mean, got, they're they have very pretty, professional. Pretty crazy reps. They have some crazy-ass <laughs> reps. And... I, I had an interaction with another one of said mm. reps. I won't go into it. Mr. Hernandez. Yeah. <laughs> the Florida rep. We won't get into it, but he stole something from you. <laughs> he did. He yep. still owes me a cigar. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. still owe me a cigar. 
<laughs> anyway, so we sat and talked with Joel. I don't know if it's stealing when he does it literally right in front of me as my jaws agape, not no, believing it's happening. it is stealing. At that point, though, it's mugging. He, mugged, yeah, he basically he, mugged he, me, He mugged yes. you right there. Yeah. And so anyway. God um, everybody. Um, scratch your CD. Um, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> brought daylight. Um, so we sat and talked with Joel for a little while. At some point in all this, I don't know when it was, you had to go poop. And so you left. Well, that was my excuse. And you left. I was you crashing. Never, you never came back. And you know, I was sitting there. What was I drinking? Tonic water with lime yeah. and tomato juice that knew somebody that had clam in it or something. Tomato juice. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But that's all I was drinking. Like, I wasn't drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. But at, at a certain point, I'm just like, oh, God, I'm done. I have to go to bed. So you left. Yeah. And um, so the then, party continued. The party did continue. So. I smoked for a little while longer. Joel ended up leaving. At that point, I was like, I think I'm cashing in. That's when the couple from California came by yeah. and asked if I could help them cut and light their cigar. So at that point, I was like, hey, in for a penny, in for a pound. So I lit up another one, yep. helped them out and everything, talked with them for a while. They left. At that point, that's when I cashed it in Thursday. Yeah. Um, and it was probably, I'd say, 20 minutes to three Oh, God, was it that late? It was late. I remember hearing you come in. We talked when I yeah. came in because you were still awake. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, I just had to lay down. I was just spent. So we crashed. And then Friday, obviously Friday, we got up, got moving. and um, Quicker than I would have expected, but we had to check out. Well, we had to check out. And the thing was, we slept in later than I think intended. Um, and so we didn't even have time for breakfast or anything that morning. Yeah. And I, got so, a, I got a coffee. And so we uh, had a nice pistachio uh, latte from Starbucks. So then at that point, we made our way to the show. Well, we checked the bags at the concierge and then we went to, went to the show and uh, pretty much at that point, got back to work and started hitting up all the booths that we needed to still hit. Yep. And um, and there were some and you know, we're going to do the interviews here yeah. in a second. There were some that we still missed because every time we went by, they were just busy. They were slammed. One was Oscar Valadares. Yeah. Every time we went by and talked to Oscar, he was busy. And, you know, it's like we've said multiple times before on the show regarding the trade shows like this. When we're there, we know that it is the job number one yeah. of these manufacturers to be <clears throat> making sales. They want to Amen. talk to retailers. They do not want to talk to us. Or, or if they do want to talk to us, we're secondary. Yes. And so... As, as well we should as be. As well we should be, because you know, we are not equating to to purchasing. The retailers are. And so when a, when a manufacturer... Well, I would make the argument that we're helping promote the product and, yeah. and long, long-term sales and longevity. But no, in that moment, they need to be selling sticks. And so if they're working with a retailer... We will not intrude. No. And, and we're also not going to stand there and stalk him and wait, you know, forever. I did that to Herklotz last year, yeah. but we knew he was leaving. Um, we but, had to get him or that was... Or but was realistically, gone. it's one of those things where, um, you know, I might stand and wait for a minute or two. Yeah. But I'm not going to stand there for 20 minutes and wait for somebody to get done. No, because we, we got to hit other people, too. I would say, we have other stuff we can do and everything like that. Yeah. And so so that's what we did. And there, There's um, one thing you left out of the night before. Thursday night? Yeah, and I have to bring it up. What did, what happened Thursday night? Our elevator race. Oh, you son of a bitch. I said the whole time we were going to have an elevator race because there were two banks of two elevators. Two banks of elevators. And I'm not sure. I think they were operating on different, like you push the button, but I don't know that for certain. But, you know, you'd push the button on one side, you push the button on they They wouldn't light up until you pushed so, them both. I hit a button for an elevator to come up, 
It came up. I got in the elevator. All of a sudden, Jeff walks into the elevator, hits a shit ton of floors, and says, <laughs> elevator race, and bails out of the elevator. The door shuts as I'm standing there like, what the fuck? I mean, like, my mouth is agape. I don't know what to do. You were shell-shocked. I was shell-shocked. And at this point now, I just realized I'm now committed to stopping on four different floors before the lobby. Because you managed to hit, I only I hit some above you, you and you, some below you. You I hit, just you hit number twenty four, yeah. which that fucked somebody else. Yeah, but you also hit like all like four different floors below our floor. Yeah, and, and I'm so, disappointed because I thought I hit more as I raked down the button. And so then I finally get to the lobby. I walk outside and there's you standing there with Alvaro and somebody else from Oscar Valadares just fucking laughing and clapping at me and the problem is i couldn't quite manage to figure out what was going on because my my brain had shifted so much in my head from the gravity because it's like one of these high speed elevators start stop start it's like stop, start, 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 yeah. start stop and, and so like my brain is like so when i walked out my vision was literally bouncing yeah, a concussion it like it was like doing this shit as i walked out and like i couldn't quite manage to figure out what was going on i beat you but i was so down pissed. to the lobby by so much I had time to tell them what I did, and we all stood there at the door, and I said, just watch his face when he gets out. I was so <laughs> pissed. I should. If I had any presence of mind, I would have videotaped you getting I off did, of that elevator. I did manage to get a quick photo of the elevator, like, button control panel to yeah. show people how you fucked me. <laughs> and so I do have that photo and I will be posting that photo probably with this with this show post yeah. so that people can see what you I did. I really but... was disappointed I only made you stop on four floors because I thought I'd hit more buttons. I was Oh God! I was. But so you pissed. did. In my defense, when you realized what I was doing, you literally grabbed me and heaved me out of the elevator, almost into another uh, guest at the hotel. Well, yeah, because you were hitting buttons, and that's when I pushed you. I at least had <laughs> the presence of mind to get you away from the control panel, so you couldn't hit more buttons. But uh, the problem was, you'd already done the damage, and at that point, for some reason, I didn't think to quickly lunge out of the elevator at you. As the doors were closing, you, I hear, I heard you say to yourself. Why didn't I get out? <laughs> no, that's true. I did say that. As the doors are shutting, I'm like, why didn't I get out? <laughs> like, fuck. I was committed. And then I thought, I should get off on this floor. But I'm like, eh, it's not going to do me any good. But it probably actually could have. It, it might have. But Or or it would have opened that door again, and I still would have had to go on the other. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> but I won the elevator race. Asshole. <laughs> Not to mention the fun we had on the escalators. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. What are we getting on the Yaya? You're almost done with it. We haven't talked about this cigar at all. It's a really good stick. It's a little heavy for me as a first stick of the day. That's the interesting thing. Yeah. As a Dominican cigar, you would think it would be kind of a lighter, but this is a Dominican that knows somebody. It is, yeah. And it, it's definitely, I'd say, a, medi- a, a hefty, medium-bodied cigar. Yeah. I'm glad um, I ate those cookies first. Got the earthy kind of components to it, the yep. spice components yep. to it and everything. Should um, we do a retro? We can do a retro. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Um, Ah. Spicy, not peppery necessarily. No, it's but spicy. It is spicy. Yeah. Um, oh, it lingers. Oh, it burns. It does linger. It burns. Ooh. 
Good cigar, though. I, yeah, I, it is. I really do enjoy the Yaya. Uh, I kind of wish. Uh, and again, the. I kind of wish I would have gone by the United booth and played Trick or Treat on Friday to see if I can get more of them. Because, you know, <laughs> play be like, or hey, treat. hey, what's going on? I played Trick or Treat on Friday. Yes, you did. But yeah. speaking of Friday, why don't we go ahead and Let's get into the Friday interviews, and then that'll wrap up the interviews from TP. Then you and I can come back. We'll have our closing thoughts. Finish out the yeah. show thoughts and. Um, you know, we've got the uh, the one must go and uh, our Villager segment there as you well go. that we need to do. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and do that? So, guys, we're now joined by Nicole with Adventura. Tell us all about your uh, brand. Right. Thank you so much. Uh, yes. So I would say the three things that make Adventura who we are is really our core team. So we have a Swiss guy. Okay. So Swiss precision is like a real thing. We have a Dominican guy. Okay. Dominican passion. And then we have an American girl. There so, you go. There's really no better combination for the cigar industry. Um, as far as our brand goes, uh, we have our own factory down in the Dominican Republic. Okay. So um, we have great control over quality and inventory. We have our own farm, which is amazing. Um, we scratch blend everything. So every new line that we come out with is a brand new blend. And thirdly, uh, we are very serious about our brand world. So the cohesiveness of our marketing, of the storytelling. And what we did is we really retold the origin of tobacco that came from the old world, traveled to the new world, and then brought back to the old world. And what I mean by that is our very first line that we launched is called the Explorer. Okay. So we explored, we navigated, we conquered, and then we brought those goods back to the royal family. One for the queen and one for the king. Okay. And so once we closed that chapter, we started a new, a bit more aggressive turn to the story. And so our newest line called Barbarojas Invasion. First of its kind, I'll let you listen to this. But okay. when you open the box. That's awesome. Taste it or pay the price. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, we're really lucky to have the team that we do, and we launched in 2016, Europe only, and then came to the U.S. in 2018. Okay. And uh, we are just really blessed to be doing what we love most and sharing our cigars. Um, we're growing at a great, great pace, and like I said, you know, Swiss precision, Dominican passion, and American muscle. There you go. So how do folks find out more information about you, website, social media, whatnot? Yes, they can go to AdventuraCigars.com, or you can follow us on Instagram at, at AdventuraCigars. We are great with engagement. Reach out to us. We will definitely be in contact with you. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we're here with the man, the myth, the legend, Huso Aroa. How you doing? Not so much the legend or myth, ah, but anyway, whatever. but thank you so much, Nick. Amongst our people you are. Oh, oh. thank you so much. So how's appreciate. the show been? Well, the show has been extremely, extremely active. We are extremely happy to be always back. And see people that we get to see, uh, not all the time when we travel, but, you know, meet and greet here. It's great to have people here. So we're super happy. It's been very successful. We've been very busy. And uh, it's been good. Good, good. So what is new that we want to highlight? Well, at, at, the, at, the, at this trade show, it's going to be, it was very hard for us to come out with something new. For the simple reason is we were finishing off the year. We were closing, you know, with the stuff that we came out on PCA. And in, in such a short term, we weren't able to get anything new. The only thing we did come out with, for all those uh, retailers that have been to the farm, we came out with a Candela and a Robusto size. Yeah. And it's kind of a limited edition 
for only those stores that attended this, the, the farm trip. And every single box that we're being has been made and will ship probably the first week of uh, March. It's already been sold. And it, that's going to be exclusively for those retailers that have been to the farm. Well, I know we've been promoting the fact that Riverman Cigar Company is one of them that's ordered some. And that's going to be our official St. Patrick's Day cigar. Oh, that's awesome. The cigar pulpit. So we're encouraging our listeners to call and place a mail order with Dan in order to get some for themselves. Well, the feedback from all the guys at the farm is that it's the best cigar ever they tried in in Candela. So I think it's going to be a a joy for you guys to be able to try it and taste it and hopefully get some good feedback from you guys. And maybe if Candela could be a regular line, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. So, where can everyone find out more information about Aladino Cigars? Well, we have uh, uh, our website is uh, www.jre.com. And uh, hopefully, whoever needs to do that, we also have an Instagram page, which is uh, at Aladino Cigars. So, I would appreciate anybody that wants to follow us and, you know, throw comments there. So, thank you so much, Nick, for, for coming at the show. Thank great you. you. So, it's great to see you as always. Guys, say hello to the good-looking guy, Gator. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> So, guys, we are lucky enough right now at TPE 2023 to be joined by Mickey Pegg from All Saints Cigars. Mickey, how's the show going? Doing great. I don't know if you're lucky. You're sitting next to me. so I always count myself lucky in your presence. There's so many great souls out here, but you think me? I, I'll take it. It's it's a kindred spirit thing. I, I, I have a it. feeling, yeah. So, tell, tell us about All Saints. What's going on? So, I'm still hungover from that interview that we did at uh, Riverman. <laughs> uh, so, I got, I got a contact hangover from you. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, it was great. You know, uh, you know, doing you know doing an interview at eleven thirty at night is always the best to do. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, but it's been great. We're very excited about everything's going on. A lot of a lot of exciting things have happened to us already in the, in the first quarter. Uh, having a really good show, and uh, finally got to ship some stuff that we kind of featured last year. Yep. At the actual PCA in July, uh, so the Miter, which is our torpedo in the Colorado Nevada, finally shipped this year. Okay, and then our Vespers, we did in all four uh, of our lines. The dedication to St. Francis, Colorado Nevada, four and a half by forty-four okay. four bay, uh, is out, and the people are gobbling them up. So yep. we're very excited. It really something unique is our first collaboration that we did. And we did it with United Cigar and Oliver with a firecracker. So uh, it's coming out and shipping uh, Monday. Monday. I don't okay. know. You got to talk to United. Okay. They had, they own the entire inventory. I don't even have any left for me outside the ones we smoked through the whole blending process. Yeah. And all that. So it was a really fun project. Working with Oliver uh, was amazing. He's got a very strong cigar background, spirits background, hospitality background. And just a pleasure to work with. He runs a good operation, a great operation over there. And uh, it was just really fun to work with somebody like that. And for those guys that work with such a young company, it's a testament. We're, we're proud of that opportunity. So, um, yeah, so that has, to, it has a Candela wrapper. It's basically the St. Francis app amped up. Okay. So a lot of people think of Barber Pole is two half wrappers. They're actually two wrappers, the way they put together. Okay. So two binders. Uh, I, I did a little torquing on the blend. 
amp it up a little bit. So, so it's in line with the firecracker. Okay. I think we're the first ones to actually put the firecracker stem in the front down as opposed to the side. So Okay. And they're sold out. So they're shipping on uh, Monday. They're sold out. And, you know, so Look we'll for see. them in your local uh, yeah. brick and mortar. Or, you know, contact your United rep. So, um, and then also, you know, we got we got some exciting other projects coming up that aren't fully in the can right now. Okay. Um, Want to give up any secrets? Uh, well, worst kept secret is the Soul Mente 23, about 500 boxes. Okay. Will be available at uh, in July at that trade show and should ship after that. Our timing, we're fi- finalizing the packaging on that. Yeah. We want to do a little bit different than the first one. But, uh, yeah, some other projects, that, that, that's about it. That's awesome. Can't wait to talk to them. I, I will be next week. <coughs> I am in, uh, next Saturday, I'm in on Scar Authority. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I believe Oliver's going to be out there. We're going to be talking about the firecracker at one point. So Very cool. And in the final week, I'll be at the Great Smoke. Or the oh, Age Place yeah. in Florida. That's so, awesome. Big Frank will be down there. And, uh, yeah, it's been very excited about where we're going. Also, we picked up a broker for Arizona. And we pretty much think that we have something uh, solidified for Southern California. Oh, that's so awesome. So we're growing in the right way. Because I don't want to go into territories unless we can support it properly. Because yep. it's hard enough to sell a cigar the first time, let alone twice. Amen. All right, anything else is good. Tell me this. Remind everybody, how do they reach out to you? Website, social media, whatnot. Yeah, so on Facebook and uh, Instagram, we're at... Uh, All Saints Cigars, and our website is www.allsaintscigars.com. It's under a little bit of construction, one of the final stages. So over the next 60 to 90 days at the most, you'll see a lot more content in there. Some of my old interviews, yep. all my old interviews, uh, more about us and you know who we are and stuff like that. So. Good deal. Well, I really appreciate you requesting I do the interview instead of Nick. So, I mean, I understand some of the bad blood, but I appreciate you talking to us regardless. That's awesome. <laughs> Another reason to wet your pants. We're here with Brian Bocock of Bocock Brothers Cigars. How you doing? Doing well. Doing great. Great to meet you guys. Great to meet you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your cigars? Thanks for coming by. Our cigars started in, back in 2012. I started blending with uh with with placencia and uh my my cigars come out of don lee out of honduras and we're really proud to be uh, you know aligned and associated with both placencia and aj fernandez we got the world traveler collection uh coming out of don lee and then the sumatra signature edition coming out of the esteli factory uh, in nicaragua so our 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 brand is is uh, we're truly excited we're in our third tpe uh we're about you know three years in existence we were really taking off. We got badass events. We got good swag. We're a lifestyle brand. It's we, we like to have fun. Yeah, we like to have fun. That's, totally. that's what it's all about. Well, perfect. I I, I don't want to bore you guys with all, oh the blend. You know it's a, you know it's, well, they're just they're just badass is what they're asking. So, okay. <laughs> so but, but let me show you. But let me show you guys if you want to get closer. Yeah. But we got the three lines. We got the three. We're completely out of the Maduros. They, they're, they're, they're completely gone. The Maduros are made at the AJ Fernandez factory. We got a few uh, Connecticut's left. We got a Connecticut. This is made in Don Lee. I got the factory owner. Hey, hey, hey. Let me just introduce him because I, the factory guys are never brought over here. 
This is Rydell Lescano. Rydell is Rydell is the factory owner in Don Lee. He is he is uh, cousins with uh, Nestor and cousins with AJ. So I got you know great you know big pedigree here, and uh, he rolls our cigars. He does the World Traveler, and and uh, you know we're we're really happy to bring him here because I want him to see how people interact. It's important that he sees the interaction that you guys have and how important it is to to ensure that there's good draw, good you know. Uh, a good burn, good consistency with these cigars. So, ¿cuántos años están de edad? Tres años de edad que tienen esto, que los pones a fermentar con unos tres. Four years, four year, four or five years aged. Uh, and then, and then we also have the uh, AJ Fernandez Sumatra blend from the uh, from from Nicaragua. So, we are really proud to have teamed up with a great group of people that really care about it and so that's you know that's what it is we got the cool swag we got the hats we got the gear so it's just uh, uh we got some fantastic events over at right now we're currently doing an event at Minute Maid Park where the Astros play oh wow and they we're currently rolling right now so that's that's really fun and we do a lot of golfing events so if you guys are uh, in the Houston or Texas area we're hit us up that's where you can find us and we're in about 200 and 250 stores nationwide. So we're growing in a short amount of time. You know, uh, uh, since our creation, we're we're, we're doing pretty pretty good. Fantastic. So. And where can people find out more about you? Maybe if you have a store locator or something like that. We have a store locator on our website at bocockbros.com. But our Instagram is where we post most most of the action. It's uh, Bocock Bros. So Bocock Bros. Cigars is what our Instagram is. That's where we keep most of our momentum going. We were at uh, Formula One. We were doing a few. We were actually teaming up with uh, uh, Norwegian cruise liners. So we're doing we're doing some aggressive stuff, and we're really proud of it. So it's it's a it's a fun brand. The the name is Bocock. It's a cock with a bow. So can't get, yeah, I know you guys have a have a mascot. <laughs> What's BF the name of the mascot? BF Chicken. BF. <laughs> It could so, be a good like brand <laughs> spokesman for you. So, so we, yeah. we we could have another brand ambassador. There brand we go. So no no. So thank you guys for for coming by and and and, and saying hello. We we love your show. It's truly amazing. Very nice to meet you. Pleasure. Thank you Pleasure. so much. Pleasure. Okay guys, so we are joined by JP with Bobadin. JP, tell us a little bit about what you got going on here at the show. You got it, man. So I'm JP. I'm with Bobadin. We've been around almost 26 years. We are the uh, the global leader in two way humidification. Um, we are, uh, we're just here at the show, kicking it. Uh, Bovida has been around for a long time. We are the quintessential product to go into your humidor to ensure all of your cigars remain fresh and are at the humidity level that you want it at. So the best part about a humidor, uh, about a, a Bovida pack is that if you want your humidor to stay at 69%, keep those, Bovida, uh, those cigars fresh, take a 69%, throw it in there. You don't have to think about it twice. It pulls humidity when your humidor doesn't need it, and it gives humidity when it does. So it's a set it and forget it. Set it, set it and forget it. That's Bovida in a nutshell. Good deal. How do folks reach out to you on uh, like website, social media, store locator, that type of thing? Totally. So if you're looking at Bovida, if you want to learn a little bit more about Bovida, we have tons of different YouTube. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel. You can find us online at bovidainc.com. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Hey guys, so it's Gator here at TPE 2023, and we're talking with our good friend Manolo with Casa 1910 Cigars. Manolo, tell us about your brand. Thank you. 
Well, I'm Manolo Santiago, co-founder and blender for Casa 1910. 1910 is the year of the Mexican Revolution began, okay? And Casa, it's house in Spanish. It's because uh, the local business in, in the towns and the cities of Mexico is called Casa, house, plus the last name for the owner, okay? It's because we take Casa plus 1910. Yeah. Our total inspiration is all about Mexico and the Mexican Revolution. Pancho Villa, Emiliano Zapata, the warriors, the fighters, the, the guns, the horses, and, and everything. It's because we have three different lines. One line, the, our first line, it's a revolutionary edition made in Mexico with 100% made in Mexican tobacco inside, the Cuchillo Parado and Tierra Blanca. Those names is the names for the principal bottles for the Mexican Revolution. Okay? I made these cigars with Mexican tobaccos with five years age before we roll it. It's medium, medium to full strength cigars, and I made these cigars for perfect pairing with tequilas. Yeah. Okay, because I'm from Guadalajara, Jalisco. You you were talking about that yesterday. You're really big on the pairings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, I, I, I have a, a lot of passion about the spirits and the tobaccos is because when I made a blend, I need to fit perfect with a great pairing, okay, with each cigar. And the second line, we have a Nicaraguan blend with Mexican tobaccos made in Esteli with three three different cigars, Lucero, Azeoro, and the Gilguero. Those names is the names of the revolutionary horses from Pancho Villa and Emiliano Zapata. Different flavors profiles, and most, most, the flavor profile is more like a mineral and more strength cigars, a little bit a tannin. It's very, very great and toast. I made those cigars for space at single miles, bourbon, or Nicaraguan rum. And the new line, right now we present the Soldadera Edition. Made in Dominican Republic, three different cigars. Soldadera is the name for the female warriors for the Mexican Revolution. Teniente Angela, she was a explosive expert. La Coronela, the first female colonel in the army in Mexico, officially named. And the San Petrina, she was a spy from Emiliano Zapata. It's a beautiful, beautiful history behind every name. And the, these cigars is made in Tabacalera La Isla with Dostos Quesada, the missing manufacturer. Um, the La Coronela is just a limited production with 10,000 cigars per year because the old tobaccos, the Habano from, from the wrapper, the Brazilian binder, it's very hard to, to take. In. And the filler and bind and fillers with Mexican and Dominican Republic tobaccos. Okay, this is our three lines: Revolutionary Cabernet and Soldadera Edition in Casa 1910. Now, uh, Nick and I got to try one of your cigars the other day, and they're really good cigars. We really enjoyed it. So, Great. thank you so much. One last question: How do folks reach out to you uh, and find out more about your line on social media, websites, things like that? Well. Um, we have presence in several stores, tobacco shops in, in the U.S. And right now, you can find more information about the brand in Casa 1910MX or Casa 1910Cigars in the social media channels. Good deal. Thank you so much. Thank you. And guys, we are currently joined by Paul Hinman with Cigars for Warriors. Paul, tell us about what's going on here at the show. All right. So, uh, Cigars for Warriors, we're a 501c3. We take donated cigars, ship them to deployed troops. Five weeks ago today, we shipped our 1.4 millionth cigar. That's awesome. We are 100% volunteer organization. Nobody 
takes the salary out of it from the CEO down. Uh, we're platinum rated on GuideStar, if you're aware of what that is. It's kind of the Better Business Bureau for not-for-profits. Uh, quarter percent of not-for-profits are platinum rated. We've been platinum rated for about five years now. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful organization. We survive on donations. We ship about 400 care packages to the deployed troops every single month. Wow. You can get on our website, cigarswarriors.org. There's a drop-down to uh, donate here, uh, and we'd appreciate every bit of support we can get. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for everything you do. Absolutely. Thank you. And we're here with Eduardo from Foundation Cigars. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. And yourself? You're doing great. So awesome. How's the show been for you? Oh, the show's been awesome. It's been really great to see uh, all of our retailers and our partners here, uh, you know, during these past few days. Yeah. Um, you know, we're just reeling off of our OMEC release, uh, you know, so that's uh, giving us a lot of attention to the brand. Uh, so it's been a great few days. I've been hearing a lot about that cigar. Yeah, actually. have you had it yet? I have not had it yet. Oh, no. But I need to fix that. Oh, no. So... Let's talk about your cigars for sure. a little bit. So obviously there's the Omec, but what else are you promoting? Yeah, absolutely. So a little bit of background about Foundation. So we started in 2015. Nick Melillo um, is the master blender and owner of the company. You know, so for us, our focus as a, as a company is on quality and consistency and using the best tobacco that we can. As a result, uh, you know, we have some really great products in the portfolio. Elwa Wednesday was our debut brand. Uh, all Nicaraguan Puro, Corojo wrapper, binder filler. We followed that up with the Wise Man Maduro, one number three cigar of the year Love that, that we cigar. debuted. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that we are really wanting to push this year is Charter Oak. You know, Charter Oak is our homage to Connecticut. We are a Connecticut-based company, um, and that's the only line that we actually make three different uh, blends in, in, in that line with. We have a Connecticut Shade, a Habano, um, and a Maduro for those full-body guys. Uh, we also have High Clear Castle, which is one of our higher-end offerings. Um, the great thing about that cigar is that it's a proprietary filler that we use on that cigar called Nicodon, half from Jalapa, half from Ometepe, uh, that Nick created. So the flavors that you're going to get from that cigar are, are flavors that you're not going to find anywhere super else. Super unique. Yeah, yeah super unique. Uh, and we also have a Brazilian Black Montefina binder that we use on both. On the Maduro, we have a Habano Ecuadorian, and on the uh, medium body, we have a Connecticut Shade. Uh, and then we also have our Upsetters, which is our infused line, uh, which is doing extremely well for us. Uh, and it provides another option in that in that market segment. Uh, and then lastly, again, is Olmec, uh, which we mentioned a little while ago. Yeah. Um, you know, really great reviews. We just got number one on Cigar Snob, 93 rated in Cigar Aficionado, um, you know, which we do in a Mexican San Andreas Claro uh, and a Mexican San Andreas Maduro. Uh, you know, and lastly, we have the Tabernacle line. Uh, which one is one of the things that we're most known for uh, that we do in a Connecticut Broadleaf and we do in the Havana CT 142 as well. You know, so that pretty much rounds out that the portfolio. So, you know, whether you are someone who is price conscious, wants something that is, um, you know, light or complex or full body, you know, I think we kind of cover the whole spectrum. Even the infused. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and even the infused as well. So, you know, I think we cover a lot of bases with the portfolio. Fantastic. Where can people find out more about Foundation Cigars? Yeah, so you guys can go to foundationcigars.com or you can find us on Instagram uh, on Foundation Cigars uh, and find out all about the brand as well. Perfect. Thank you so awesome. much. Awesome. Thank you, brother. I Have appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Okay, and folks, now we're lucky enough to be joined by Gerard with Jake Wyatt Cigar Company. So, Gerard, tell us all about the brand. Absolutely. So, Jake Wyatt Cigar Company. 
Uh, we're at TPE 2023, obviously. Uh, we have our own factory in the Dominican Republic. Everything that you see here, we blended ourselves with our master blender. Uh, we have seven different lines. Our newest cigar is called Maverick, which is named after my youngest son. Uh, it's going to be a San Andreas Maduro wrapper for a whole binder, and the focus is behind Pennsylvania Broadleaf. It's going to be $10 a stick, 6 by 54 It's a pre-release. So if you have Jake White in your store or if you're a consumer and you have a dealer near you that carries Jake White cigars, definitely ask him for the new Maverick that's going to be hitting stores early April. Thank you so much. That's awesome. How do folks uh, find out more about your brand, social media, websites, etc.? Oh, absolutely. So we have uh, Instagram, Jake White Cigars. We do have a website called jakewhitecigars.com. It does have a dealer locator. Um, if you want to buy Jake White Cigars, just go on Google, type in Jake White Cigars. There are uh, some pretty health, healthy websites that do carry our brand and are our authorized dealers. And you can get them, you know, it depends. If they have it by singles or five packs or full boxes, I'm sure you're going to find it and uh, enjoy them. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, guys, we're here with Jeff Hansen. He's with Lotus and Vertigo. He's joined us at TPE. So uh, tell us a little bit about the show. How's it going for you? The show's been great. That's been awesome. Fantastic. Awesome. Now, you've got a new lighter that you wanted to uh, show off. Yeah, yeah. Not brand new, but it's an excellent, excellent lighter for us. Um, we call this the Sabre. It's a twin flame, single action, pinpoint flame with a built-in V-cutter. As you cut it, it's got a trough in the back. Let the trimmings just fall right through. That's awesome. Fantastic. Retails at $30. Now, my partner Nick, who's running the camera right now, actually has that lighter and absolutely the same color, everything, absolutely loves it. Oh, yeah. It's been very popular. Now, you guys have a new humidification pack that you've uh, put out as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to tell us a little bit about that? Two-way humidification. We've got two sizes. The smaller sizes fits right into a five-stick travel humidor, so it's really well designed. Works great. Just peel off the uh, the two little tabs on the back. Yep. And should keep your cigars fresh for a couple of months. That's awesome. So, yep. anything else you want to promote real quick while we've got you on? Well, in addition to the, we did so well with the V cutter lighter. We came out with a companion piece. This is called the Sickle. This is also a single action twin flame pinpoint with a built-in straight cutter. You can open it up to let the oh, that's awesome. away. Close it back up. $30 retail, how can you go wrong? Amen. So tell people, how do they reach out to you, website, social media, and so forth? Website is www.lotuslighters.com. All the items are in there. Good deal. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Okay, thank you. Hey, guys, we're here with John Simons, correct? Correct. Hey! With Warfighter Tobacco. So tell us a little bit about your brand. Okay, so we started about seven years ago. We're 100% better known. All of our cigars come out of Nicaragua. Um, we have six core blends, and then we have a couple specialty blends that we do. Okay. Um, out of the six core ones, we have a Connecticut on the milder end, Sumatra, medium body Maduro. Furojo's got some pepper and spice. We have a Rosado that's got really solid medium body flavors all the way through, and our Oscuro Maduro is going to be our bold. It's not the bold, it's just ours. Okay. Uh, and then our specialty ones, we have a Hero Sports cigar and a Victory cigar. The Hero Sports cigar uh, is, is a really cool project we did. Um, we teamed up with a nonprofit called Hero Sports. They're based out of San Antonio, Texas. They uh, they operate in about 17 different states, but they take veterans and active duty guys out, uh, and get them out of the house, get them out of their own heads. They do uh, outdoor events, uh, hunting, fishing, sporting things. They sponsor softball teams. All they, a, they sponsor a guy that played ping pong for a little while. 
like all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. So we were trying to figure out a way to work, work with them and, and help them grow their organization and support what they're doing. So we do a dollar per cigar goes back to that nonprofit hero sports. And that's Mexican San Andreas wrapper, Nicaragua binder filler, medium, medium plus delicious flavors all the way through that cigar. And then our victories, our limited edition stick. Um, we changed the, the Vitola, the shape of that cigar. Every time we put a new release out, this is our fourth edition comes in a 10 count box. Uh, each one has a, its own individual coffin. And they retail for seventeen seventy six. So that's the price of freedom. Very cool, <laughs> brother. How do people reach out to you on social media, website, uh, things like that? Yes, yeah, social media, uh, Instagram, uh, Warfighter Tobacco, Facebook, Warfighter Tobacco Company. We have a Twitter, Warfighter Tobacco. I, t- I don't know how to use Twitter. Yeah, we don't. E- <laughs> we don't either. But I heard it's the most free one that's out there right now. I guess I don't know. Uh, and then on our website, WarfighterTobacco.com. That's awesome, yep. brother. Thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate your service. Thank you. And so that was Friday. Yep. That was Friday. We left the uh, show floor. Um, I don't know if we stayed right until 4. I think we left a little before about 4. About 3.30 or so, yeah. we left about 3.30. Um, well, we had to go back and get our stuff. And yeah, and then get to the airport, which we did have a little bit of drama getting back because the uh, the monorail was down briefly. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we managed to scam our way onto a train that was going to the Sahara. And then when we got to the Sahara, we found out the monorail was back down again. Yeah. So we missed that problem by a little bit. We lucked out. Um, well, yeah. So, But I, I, I do need to talk about my trick-or-treating. I took a little time and went over to the blue carpet. You did. I did. You did. And at that point, all the blue carpet people, the little trick here, guys. Basically, blue carpet is anything other than premium cigars. Yeah, so it would be your CBDs, your Delta 8, Delta 9, whatever Deltas other exist. Mushrooms, vapes, every freaking product you could imagine. Yes. So I just walked around with with my little trick-or-treat bag, and people were just dumping stuff in it Mm -hmm. because they didn't want to bring it home. Mm-hmm. I even got, and I don't do snuff, but I've got a, I, I've given them away to a friend now. Yeah, you've got a friend. But they had, like the snuff people, I guess, didn't want to take their product back. They had just taken it down to the little food court thing and just put cans of freaking snuff stacks. on all the tables. Yeah. So I loaded up on those, and I've got a really happy friend right now that's a snuff guy. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, not snuff films, not to be confused with that. Whole different thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Whole different thing. But uh yeah, no, you you collected I did. And quite then a but, bit. but then the question came, can I fly back with all this? Yeah, there was uh yeah. some question about that. There I know, was. I know everybody said, Oh, it's legal. Is it? I, I don't think they'd have been selling it if it was the FDA was there. The FDA was there. Yeah. And that's something I do want to talk about. So we briefly well, obviously, you guys heard the interview. We spoke with uh, Drew Newman from J.C. Newman. Yep. And after the interview, he and I talked for a little bit, and he had pointed out that the uh, compliance officers for the FDA yeah. were wandering the show floor. And, and I think for the most part, just looking at cigars, not all the Wild West on the blue and carpet. And that's the yeah. weird thing, is that it's so bizarre to me that the m- simplest product there, the one that was just tobacco pectin and water to keep it humidified is the most highly regulated product on that show floor Mm -hmm. you know in terms of the fda you know you've got like you said the wild west of the blue carpet you know where you have delta eight nine ten eleven whatever the fuck else yeah you have you have people trying to tell you that oh these mushroom gummies are legal because they use the uh 
Ammonium muscura or yeah. whatever the fuck it is, and not the psilocybin or whatever. And and like I learned shit this trip, and it's just it's weird to me yeah. how some things on that side are legal and some things aren't. Yeah. Because like for example, on the mushrooms, there's the psilocybin. I think it's psilocybin. Um, that's the hallucinogenic. Correct? That's that's yeah. the hallucinogenic mushroom. Now, that's then not legal. That's not legal, except I believe maybe in Portland. Possibly Colorado and maybe Washington. Parts of color, yeah. And but then there's the Ammonium muscura, which I think I'm probably butchering these names. That's like legal in I think 49 states. Louisiana, I don't think it is. That's the red and white mushroom that I guess the reindeer eat. And apparently, from what I was told, that mushroom can be toxic. Whereas the psilocybin mushroom, while yeah. it does have hallucinogenic properties, is not toxic. Yeah. So how is it that you know mushrooms, gummies, and what they're doing with the uh, um, uh, Ammonia muscura, what they're doing to give that kind of almost hallucinogenic kind of quality to it because the that mushroom doesn't have that. Yeah. They're infusing it also with THC cannabinoids. Yeah. And so what you're getting is a mixture of mushroom and THC. So it's almost giving you like a THC high. Yeah. Which I mean, that's fucked up. You yeah. know, that's not what people are. I, I don't know. It's just, it, it was, there, you, you learned a lot. And what I what I basically learned is the government is not keeping up with that industry. No. Not at all. No. They are not keeping up on it. Things are legal that arguably shouldn't be. Things are illegal that maybe you could make some solid cases, maybe should it no. be in controlled ways, you know, and things like that. And, and then- then there's cigars where it's like at any, any given time, yeah. you're going to get fucked on that. You've got California. We talked with Neil from uh, Max Smoke Shop. We did. Quite a bit. And they're dealing with a uh, uh, deal out in California where they're wanting to put on the ballot to um, um, make it to where if you're born after a certain date, you can no longer purchase any tobacco products. And what that will essentially do is phase out tobacco products over generations to where there will come a date where nobody in California will be old or will be born prior to this date and yeah. thus nobody can buy a tobacco product in, in California. And that's fucked up. But yet you can sell pot and you can sell God knows whatever else in California all, day. all yeah. day long. You know? And I just I don't understand it. Doesn't make sense. No. <clears throat> At all. And I get, you know, I get cigarettes, I get vape. But cigars aren't the same thing. They're not the same and thing. but they get lumped in and they should not. And and I'd say you picked up some Dejarum. Mm. You know, those are what clove cigarettes. Yes. Those aren't the same, but they're regulated as cigarettes. Yeah. You know. So and I they mean, are. I mean, they've got clove oil in them, but yeah. I I I like clove cigarettes once in a while. But I don't know if you've ever had one. No, I haven't. I don't like make your mouth numb. I don't like inhaling anything. Well, I don't inhale them. I smoke them just like cigars. Oh. But they'll make your mouth numb from the clove oil. Oh. Anyway. So They're good just, if you got a toothache. It was just a really, it's a really bizarre situation. Now, um, I did hear a few things um, regarding TPE and the, its its upcoming future here. So, um, TPE 2024 is going to be held uh, January 31st through February 2nd. Okay. So, this gets it back to a little bit more normal time period. It's not going to conflict with Pro Cigar, so yeah. you won't have all the Dominican guys down there. However, due to planned construction... At the Las Vegas Convention Center, Uh-oh. TPE next year is going to be using two separate halls instead of one larger hall. And oh. so what they're wondering is, is this going to result in cigars being in one hall 
and blue carpet being in another hall. Now, granted, blue carpet makes up about 75% of the show yeah. floor, give or take. So you might see some other products kind of creeping into the cigar hall. Yeah. But I think there's some cigar people that are really turned off by the blue carpet. Yeah. And this might be a way to attract some companies that maybe don't want to be associated with TPE at all because of the blue carpet. Yeah. And then at the same time, maybe some companies that have some nervousness about being associated on the blue carpet with it that maybe they will yeah. be a little more comfortable. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it'll be handled next year with the with the two floors. Um the other big rumor that we kept hearing at uh TPE uh is regarding PCA. Yes. Um Sorry, my cigar is going out and talking too much because you're just sitting there saying yes. Yes. Um, fucking <laughs> PCA, they're talking next year. Um, about a potential move. About a potential move. Yep. Both I think in, they listened to our show. Both in dates and uh, location. Yep. They're talking about the prospect of being in uh, New Orleans in April. Yeah, which um, I would love. However, However, there's an alternate rumor that's also going around. Saying that it will be in Las Vegas, but that it will be um, either in late March or early April. So, yeah. either which way, they're talking in the spring for PCA yeah. in 2024. It's just going to be, is it going to be in Vegas or is it going to be New Orleans? Now, if they do it in Vegas, if they do it like late March, early April, at like that weekend you know, yeah. that crosses the two months... You're talking the Sweet 16 Elite 8 portion of the March Madness, which would be a crazy time to be in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, but uh, still, the point is, they are talking about creeping it closer to TPE, which, again, I get that these two trade shows are kind of competing. Yeah. I just think that from a retailer side... Are you going to go to are both? Are you going to go to yeah. both? And the answer is going to be no. Now, TPE, they at least attract both retailers and, you know, other folks out there. C-stores. With um, free rooms. Yeah. And that sort of thing. That's something PCA does not do. Yeah. And really, you're just going to let it just sit there in silence. It Um, is considerably cheaper for us to go to TPE than it is for us to go to PCA. And the other thing is... Is that with PCA happening over a weekend, yeah. room rates are significantly higher exactly. than during the week. And so the cost of going to PCA is just, it by its nature, just exponentially higher. Yeah. And so if I were a retailer and I were saying, okay, all these companies are going to be at TPE, it's happening during a week, and TPE is going to cover two of my nights. All these companies. If they, if they do that again. Yeah. All these companies are going to be a PCA, with the exception of Altidus General, Drew Estate, and Davidoff, yeah. are going to be at PCA. By the way, those are the big four. Yeah. They're going to be a PCA, and it's over a weekend. I'm spending more on my hotel and blah, blah, blah. Which one am I going to go to? Yeah. You know? So I, there's kinda- I, I think it would help people go to both if they weren't in the exact same place. Both being in Vegas. Vegas once a year is plenty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I don't know. So I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the trade shows next year. Yeah, um, agreed. But all in all, once again, it was a fun time. I it had was a good a great time. time. Um, you know, I didn't manage to kill you. 
We did have a uh, so long a, a long uh, time at the airport. Yeah, so <laughs> our flight back was supposed to be leaving Las Vegas at 7.20. We got to the airport, and when we got to the airport, uh, we got to the gate, and I checked the board, and it said 7.40. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, all right, we're 20 minutes behind. As it turns out, we ended up leaving. We finally took off at 9.20 yeah. from Vegas, and the reason for that was the flight crew for our plane was on another plane coming to Vegas from Los Angeles. Well, they were delayed. Because so, of the because storm. Of the storm. Yeah. So they didn't land in Las Vegas until 8, 8.15, 8.20, I guess, somewhere in there. Yeah. So by the time they got onto our plane, prepped it and everything, they got us all loaded into the plane, and then we took off. It was 9.20. Yeah. And so that meant that you and I got back to St. Louis at 1.30, it took St. Louis forever to get the bags Ever. off of our plane. So by the time they got the bags off, it was about 2 a.m. Then it took the parking spot 45 minutes for us to get a shuttle to our car. Yeah. That was unpleasant. Yeah. And for some reason, you were like, let's just sit outside and wait for it. And so we fucking sat outside and froze our asses off for 45 <laughs> minutes. Because um, I thought they'll be here any second. They, they weren't. And then. We after, had to call them twice. And then after getting the car. That's when I had to then take you back home. And he got all pissed off all over again. Because I had forgotten about that aspect of it. Yeah. Until we were heading to the airport. Yeah. So I had to take you back home. And that's when you're like, I want to stop for a drink. I'm, I'm really thirsty. I want to stop for a drink. I need a tea. I need, I need a tea. Yeah. I need a tea. Well, nobody was fucking open. And so we get to Waterloo and you're like, Denny, Denny's is open. Denny's is open. And what did you say? I said, all right, fine. You, no, you said Superbird sounds good. Superbird did sound good. <laughs> so we went to Denny's. And that was an experience, too. Yeah. I know some of those players. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much we want to get into that. Yeah, but it was a whole thing. There was a lot of drama going on at the Denny's when we got there. And, profanity. Uh, a lot of profanity. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the expletives of, were flying. A lot, lot, lot of issues yeah. taking place at the Denny's. Yeah. It was awkward. And yeah. so. I mean, we, and I thrived on it. So we had our we had our 4 a.m. fucking meal. And uh, <laughs> then by the time that was over with. Um, I dropped you off, and uh, I got home and crawled into bed slightly after 5 in the morning. Was the sun starting to come up when you got home? Uh, Probably getting close. It was getting close. Yeah. I don't know if it was, but it was getting close. I always hate pulling in the driveway and hearing the birds chirping. I'm like, oh, I've been out too late. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, but no, it, all in all, it was a really great trip, and thanks again for uh, you know the pulpit taking care of us there. It was good. Yeah. Well, we want to thank our sponsors because our sponsors absolutely are what took care of us. Because well, I have you know, to thank you. You thank the sponsors. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing. It wouldn't if it weren't for our friends at uh, Riverman Cigar Company, yes. United Cigars, um, Aladino, and Villager Cigars. Yep. Uh, we would not have, uh, and obviously Nick Gervais taking care of us with my monthly cigars with the wonderful dinner. Yes, uh, that was at, very at win, nice. You know, if uh, if it weren't for all of them, we wouldn't have had the uh, the funds available. We would for not have had trip, the experience. We would we not had. have been able to go. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So anyway, that would be our TPE recap. There were, I you know, there were some good looking new products. I think I thought coming. you were going to say women, and yes, there were. I was talking about the cigars. Oh, okay. There were a lot of, lot of, the the amount of booth babes this year definitely seemed to be. Oh, it higher. ramped up. 
yeah. than previous years, too. And those costumes got a lot smaller. And we're not talking about on the cigar side. Oh, no, no. no. Definitely the blue carpet. That is the one good Red thing. Red carpet, I didn't notice any of that, although the... Uh, Except Casa, when they walk through coming back. Casa 1910 had the mariachi band. Other than that, nobody else had anything like super like yeah. crazy going Even on. Even Drew State was kind of downplayed this year. Way downplayed yeah. this year. They didn't have the like little coffee lounge thing going on. They weren't giving away all the swag and like they had in previous yeah. years. It was very downplayed for Drew, Drew Estate. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. I mean, they still had their booth, but it was pretty much all taken up with just, well, I mean, and, and well, it should be all taken up with people placing orders and whatnot. And yeah, yeah it was, was uh, that but was, by and large, man, the show was a good time. It was a good time. Well, so, I think it's time for. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and get into this? We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terra Nova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. So yeah, so it's time for the One Must Go. Okay. And I think, given the fact that we have just recapped three days worth of TPE. Yes. All three days are relatively different. They are. Wednesday, you go there. You kind of are getting your lay of the land. You're saying hi to everybody, kind of taking care of that. Thursday seems to be the big business day. Yep. Friday seems to be the day where you kind of wrap it all up, say goodbye to everybody, kind of chill out and whatnot, and then go. So I think one must go one of the days of TPE. Oh. And by the way, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor of this segment, United. Yeah. I, I had that. I had a Garofalo. You did. The La Familia. Yeah. So good. There you go. Yeah, so good. Anyway. So, so one of the days of TPE must go. If you and I could only make two of the three days, let's say next year we don't do the whole like get out there on Tuesday thing, so we're there and we're there for all three days. If one of the days of TPE must go, which day would you say goes? From a productive standpoint. Uh-huh. Thursday. Mm-hmm. We were less productive Thursday because everybody was busy. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that because you're right. Like Wednesday, we got some stuff done. Friday, we definitely got some stuff done. Thursday, it did seem like less because, as we pointed out, we didn't want to intrude on business. Yep. And it seemed like Thursday seemed to be the business day. Um, But from a logistical standpoint, Wednesday, we can't skip the middle. Yeah. Wednesday or Friday would be the ideal, one of the two ideal to cut. Wednesday, we got a lot done, and you've got the industry party. True. You can't skip that. It's just, I mean, the food, the meat. So let me oh, wait, ask. that's right. You, you say, didn't have as you much. You say, like, you can't skip that. And, like, I don't know. I had a good time at that party. I'm not saying I didn't have a good time, but what I'm saying is, like, I possibly could have had a good time going out on the town, going some, going over to Casa Monte Cristo or or somewhere else and sitting and having, you know, outside of the Davidoff, well, not this year, it was so fucking cold, but the outside of the yeah. Davidoff of Geneva bar, sitting outside and having cigars but there. But I'll say, I mean, realistically, free food, a great band, beautiful women to look at, girls dancing on cubes. I mean, not the dudes, but the girls dancing on the cubes. Well, there may have been some dudes, too. Hey, final thought on the Yaya here. I had to give mine up. I was burning my fingers. Getting ready to toss mine. Um, What a good shit. What a good cigar. Help me out there. 
I want to. I want to watch you do a sit-up. You want to help me out there? I don't. I don't know how I can help you either. Um, fantastic cigar. I really, really dig the Yaya, and I really. Oh God, we're all twisted up here. I dropped my. <laughs> for those of you who are listening to the podcast, I have dropped my phone, which is also my soundboard, and it there is just a shit show trying to get that picked up. It literally was. Um, anyway, um, no, I, I, I had a wonderful time. I just uh, also I do question if maybe the industry party is something that like I have to go to or if maybe I skip because all right I'll point this out there were some cigar people there some yes we were interloping but on the blue carpet party that would that yeah. and that's what I'm pointing out the industry party yeah. I think has turned into the blue carpet party yeah and I think the cigar party is elsewhere and. I question whether or not it's important for us to even go to the industry party. I but I talked to a lot of people there. I had people come over. Hey, Gator, you know, came over and talked to me. True. I don't you know. know. I just I don't know. It's well, really, you peed it, on one of them. That's true. Yeah, the cushion did, but <laughs> that getting lost in the minutia of the finer points of that when someone's getting water hitting them as someone leans forward to hug them. <laughs> yeah, it's it it probably came off that way. Um. But no, and I'll tell you, that's one thing about this show that I really, and and not just this show, I've had it happen in Tampa, I've had it happen in Kansas City. People know us from the podcast. It's true. Like, people walk, are you Gator? Like, yeah. Yeah, it really is, it's that little, just minute bit of celebrity that we've got through the podcast. Which is just really weird. It is weird. Yeah. It's weird to be recognized, and it makes you think, like, what are these stars that, like, people, you know, like mass amounts of people actually yeah. know how must that be for them trying to just do something normal in their lives they can't they can't yeah. yeah it's bizarre it is so okay so i think we're in agreement that if one must go thursday's the day to go from our perspective yes because that is the least productive day of the for three us. because for us we can't really get interviews because everybody's doing business that yes day. okay so there we go there you go the One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United we smoke. Okay. And now it's time for us to discuss some entertainment. Yes. Brought to you by Villiger. The Villiger. The Villiger Cigars. They were not at the TPE trade show because they were factory cutting the ribbon. Yes. And they were celebrating their new factory down there in and Nicaragua. Good for them. And guys, they are making some fantastic cigars over there. Um, the Villager de Nicaragua 2023 should be it should be out now. I mean, yep. it should be everywhere. And I do want to do a little shout out. I when I came home, there was a box on my porch from uh Ken Clarich down there at Ashes and Ale um in Palm Coast, Florida. He sent us some Villager cigars. Look at um, you. Thank that, you, Ken. Uh, that he had gotten in that he wanted to know if we'd try and, and whatnot and so so we've got some cigars there for the That's show awesome. coming up and so i'm looking forward to it but guys villager cigars if you haven't tried them do yourself a favor go yes. over to villager cigars uh website and um look at the store look at, yeah exactly. look at the store locator find out where they're at give them a shot they're wonderful wonderful cigars. and if you don't have them in your area talk to your brick and mortars. talk to your brick get and them in there yes they're good. They really are good cigars. They really are. You're going to want them. La Libertad. Yeah. I brought one of those for Gervais, and to be honest- uh, You didn't give it to him, I did forgot. You? No. I did give him his box of Girl Scout cookies. Okay, good. So he got those. But- uh, So you, you you did half of your task. I did half of my task, yeah. yeah. But he, in all fairness, he wasn't expecting it. True. He wasn't expecting it. So he doesn't even know he missed it till now. Till now, yeah. yeah. So, but that's okay. Yeah. Anyway, so- um, 
entertainment wise there was a lot of entertainment out there in las vegas that you and i did not really partake in um i'm kind of shocked that at no point you uh uh didn't you know just straight up just dropped your knees and beg me to take you to the magic mike stage show at the sahara i, 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 I figured that was where you were going to want to go because everywhere you look out of all the hotels we stay in they have a mail review. We have the mail review at our yeah. hotel. <laughs> Son of a And bitch. they have their own channel on the TV. And I, I didn't hit even, it and I'm like, I didn't oh, even know that. I just clicked, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know oh. that. <laughs> I no. only messed with the TV very briefly on Tuesday. Yeah. I didn't even mess with the TV after that because it was kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. So, yeah. It was hard to work. It was a little difficult. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, otherwise, in terms of... Uh, Entertainment. I don't know if you've been watching much of anything this weekend. Not, not, um, not much. I mean, I'll be honest. It. I've it just took been, me two days to recuperate. I've just been catching up on life, and to be honest, I'm still way behind. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing with doing this is that taking Tuesday through Friday and essentially going like completely out of your life and doing something else yeah. like that. You come back and like life hasn't stopped. You have four days of shit to catch up exactly. on. Exactly. And. Um, which it's is little, why we're recording early on Monday. Yeah, because I've got to go take care of some of that right now. It's a little rough. The uh, yeah. I will say the one thing I watched out there is MTV finally had something else on. It was Catfish. That's the third show. They have three shows. God, they have they have pregnant teenagers. They have ridiculousness, and then they have <laughs> and Catfish. Catfish. And I watched a really interesting Catfish episode while I was there, trying to trying to get myself tired enough to go to sleep. And, you know, like I was exhausted, but I wasn't sleepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I sat there and watched this episode. And it was this girl that was getting catfished, and she's all torn up. Well, then they, Neve and whoever, I don't know who all's on the show, but they start digging into it, and they realize that this girl was catfishing someone else and got caught, and then the girl she was catfishing has re-catfished her in retaliation. And there's like this like singer or actor, actress, whatever, that uh, had gotten involved in it. And that's when they found out that the girl they were trying to help was actually the problem. It was a whole thing. And like they confront the girl in the show with the girl that she'd catfished that was now re-catfishing her. And like she breaks down and I'm thinking... That girl's gonna off herself. Like it was, it was rough to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. So I'm, I normally don't watch catfish, but I got sucked into this one. Okay, why do they call it catfishing? I've um, never understood why that is. I don't know, but basically, the concept of catfishing is, you know, you uh, are lure. You're, you're. It, I think it has to do with like online dating and basically you're luring in somebody under the premise that you're not who you are. So like, you know, maybe you have pictures of somebody else and then when they meet you, you totally look like somebody different or, you know, you make up a life basically and they fall in love or, you know, whatever with that made up individual. And then when they finally in love with someone that they've never met for two years. Like I, I'm just I'm oh dude, so lost as somebody who's in on the online dating thing. Like you know, if I don't meet somebody in within preferably the first week of having connected with them, yeah, I, my interest level drops exponentially, and it is what it is. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not looking for a pen pal, you yeah. know, and uh, it's just one of those things that yeah, the the interest level does drop. Yeah, with bizarre, that, you know, so just um, a whole weird. 
Like, and I blame, I mean, I, I think the catfishing is a direct result of social media. Well, exactly. It's no. all these online people that live exclusively behind their keyboard and they don't like have a real life going. Yeah. And but so, like, like, you know, this, whatever. This girl yeah. that had started the catfishing thing, she had like a dozen different profiles. Like, how do you keep up with that? I don't know. And basically what she had done is she created profiles to friend other profiles. So it looked like there were a group of friends. So and we, then used all of these fake people to battle this girl that she worked with. It's just, it was bizarre. That's unhinged. Yeah. That's that's straight up unhinged. Yeah. That, that that, that's, it, yeah. You're, you're getting into the mental illness realm of things. Yeah. I would say any catfishing at all, you're dealing with some of that. But yeah. um, I mean, this one took it. This was like next level. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's, that's fucked up. I, I don't know. People are weird. People I think that's weird. all we can really come down to. Is people pe- are weird. People are weird. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. Well, so. anyway. Well, anyway. So that so. was the Villager segment. I'm sorry it's a little truncated. It but but we haven't really watched anything this week. Yeah, so, regardless. You know, regardless. One of those deals. Other than, you know, some of the, you know, booth babes walking through the cigar area. Watch those. They had the two girls dressed up like showgirls that were marching around the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Villiger, try them. You'll like them. You will. You will. All right. Well, time for this. This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and... 20% 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code Pulpit. Thanks. Thanks. I miss Pinky. I know. I haven't seen her in forever. Anyway, guys, MyMonthlyCigars.com. Don't miss out on them. Uh, also, the fucking good coffee. Um, yeah, Nick was giving away samples of the lounge blend and the uh, daily press at TPE to anybody who wanted some. And I know there were quite a few people that were uh, going to be having a fucking good experience as soon as they got home and uh, made themselves some coffee. Amen. So, Well, there you go. Yep. Well, Nick, how do folks reach out to us on the socials? We are on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. My page. We're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners Group. A lot of people talking about the Prisoners Group out in Vegas. You guys uh, you guys, you guys are, are, are a commodity now. So, you know, there's folks that are looking to uh, to join up and everything like that. So make oh, sure, yeah. you know, make sure you get in on the group and, and take part in the fun. It's, it's, it's And we time. even saw interest from some potential sponsors that are watching the interaction on the group. They're like, you know, you guys got a loyal, dedicated group of fans, and Indeed. thank you for that. Indeed. Yeah. And then we have uh, Twitter, where we don't really do much. YouTube, where you can watch this. And, you know, this would be a good one to watch, because we do have the all videos, the interviews, all the yeah. interviews and everything. And then um, uh, Ask the Boys. Ask the Boys. So, guys, this normally would have been the February Ask the Boys episode, but yes. because of TPE, we wanted to make sure we got this report into you now. Um, and so the Ask the Boys for February will be this Friday, yes, uh, March the third. And um, so get you your ha- calls in by the twenty eighth. This episode comes out on well Tuesday the twenty eighth, yeah. and so basically you have today to I'd say arguably maybe by noon on Wednesday the first, yeah. 
uh, noon central time you have to uh, to get your calls in, and then basically it's go time, and we're gonna we're gonna do the Ask the Boys episode on yep. Friday, and then on Tuesday. Um, the what would that be? The third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, ish, um, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, Tuesday the seventh, I believe. Um, uh, our guest will be uh, Jonas from yes. Blackbird Cigars. Um, he's what a be, great cat! Yeah, <laughs> I love that guy. The party is always at the Blackbird booth. I'll tell you that. that. And so uh, we're gonna have Jonas from Blackbird Cigars on to talk to us about what's going on with his company. Kind of get a little bit more in depth uh, discussion going on there. And um, then from there, Lord knows. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah we've got some good interviews coming down the pike that we set up, up. So yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, so final thoughts on the Yaya. Love the cigar. Yep. I want more of them. I need to order more of them. Again, it would be more of a late day cigar for me, not a breakfast cigar like we just had. But you know, I mean, I offered all the cigars from the show. I said, which one do you want to do? And I said this one. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, so. But it was it was a strong cigar for my palate, but yeah. it was a good cigar. So, so. yeah. And then uh, otherwise, final thoughts on TPE? I just had a great time. Always fun. It's great to catch up with people. Um, you know, Terrence Riley, uh, Mickey Pegg, you know, just go down the list. The guys from oh, United yeah. were just gold to us. Louis Cuevas and, and his son. We yeah. got to meet this son that did the, the Sangre Nueva. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a good cigar. If you guys haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it. Yep. Um, you know, we got a little more in-depth knowledge about that cigar. And I like the more I hear about it, the more I like it, even after trying it and loving that For sure. cigar. For yeah. sure. And uh, no, nah, it was it was we got to see the guys from ATL. We got to see yep. Luciano. Um, it, was just, it was a great show. It really was. It really was just and, a lot and of fun to see everybody. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention our friends over at JRE Tobacco, the Aladino Mobile Studios that we're in right now. Um, they could not have been nicer to us. They gave us kind of a, a a point, you know, to kind of congregate and then step out from. And they're just they're wonderful people over there. For sure. JRE. If you haven't tried Aladino, guys, you're missing out. Always great to see Husto and Viv and the rest of the crew over oh, yeah. there at Aladino. We even got to meet their daughter. We did. Yep. So, so, I mean, I so met her, nice. I met her in New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire? But you didn't come and party. I didn't. So. so, But yeah, what what just a great family. And that's the thing that you run into this, in this industry. By and large, man, every all these people are just salt of the earth, rock solid folks. There is one bit of news that we did not discuss that I think we what ought to, that? That, that I think does bear bringing up here at the last minute. Okay. And I can't believe I f- we forgot about it. There was one bit of really big cigar news that dropped right before the first day yes. of the show. Like literally the morning of the first day talking of the show. Talking about AB? Uh, talking about the fact that General Cigars has purchased, uh, well, Scandinavian Tobacco Group has purchased yeah. um, Alec Bradley cigars for $72.5 million. Um, I know, sell my interest in the podcast for half that, guys. So. You know, here's the thing: is that it's a it's a big move for you know. Congratulations to Alan Rubin and the and the Alec Bradley folks. Yes, I mean that's that's a huge chunk of money. Good you for know, you for the company and everything yeah. like that. Um, you know, I talked with a number of people on the show floor about this because this was, I think, one of the big. You know, gossip conversation yes. topics, at least especially on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and without naming any names um, of people that I spoke with, and and this is no disrespect to the folks at Alec Bradley, 
um, there was a lot of surprise about the sale price. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, I would assume that that Scandinavian Tobacco did their due diligence, looked at the company, determined a fair valuation yeah. for the sale, and settled at seventy-two and a half million. However, there were a lot of people that were really surprised that it was that high. They would have put it more in the like forty to forty-five kind of million range. Good for the Alec Bradley folks. But I mean, so yeah. good for the Alec Bradley folks. Um, you know, I do think that this is beneficial to um, Scandinavian tobacco because let's be real, you know, aside from the fact that they own General Cigars and Forged and all that, you know, they also own Cigars International and they own Thompson's, yep. which are two of the big online retailers. Yep. And, you know, Alec Bradley Cigars, they do a lot of business through the online retailers. And so now, you know. That's one less chunk of the profit on the sale of every one of those cigars that has to go elsewhere. Yep. So it does make sense for uh, STG to to purchase Alec Bradley and to do this. You know, is it good for the industry to have one or a one couple of mega big, company, to have yeah. these mega companies like yeah. this? That's a discussion for a different day. Yeah. Um, but uh, my my only fear, you know, and I'm not I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but my fear is the quality suffers. I think that's everybody's fear when yeah. something like this, like this goes down. I mean, let's be real. It was not too terribly long ago that Room 101 was purchased by uh, yeah. STG. And, you know, in, in all fairness, I, I haven't really smoked much in the way of Room 101 cigars since that took place. So I can't say if any sort of quality yeah. has gone down. We but, should probably do that and, and but check it out. Matt so. Booth was at the show with his own booth. I mean, Room 101 was in one of the little yeah. pavilions, you know, doing stuff. So, I mean, you know, General was there as well with a relatively small presence in the grand scheme of life. Yeah. But, you know, they were there as well. And, um, you know, there was that. But, uh, yeah, I think it'll be. But Alec Bradley had a big booth. They did. They had a very large booth. Which, let's be honest, they had that before any of this was finalized. They did. So. They did. And so, you know, it's one of those Were things. Were you surprised they announced it at the beginning instead of the end of the show? Were they trying to get a buzz going? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the timing. It, it seemed like I would, See, I, I would have waited. I don't know if I would have done it at the beginning of the show or not, because here's the thing. Like, in terms of trying to get a buzz going, I don't know if that's the buzz you want. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, because if I'm a retailer, and let's say I was thinking about going by the Alec Bradley booth and talking to them and putting in an order, would I be more or less inclined to do that now that I know that they're selling to a big conglomerate I less. or not? And you might, you might hold out. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. It might be it's, a hey, let's wait and see where this goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It it timing wise, yeah, I don't know if they just were trying to like get a little bit of buzz going at the at the show beforehand, but it's not. Maybe it wouldn't have been what I would have done. Yeah, but well, I don't know. There you go. Well, guys, it's been a show. Thank you so much for watching, listening, however you uh, consume us. Exactly. So, just, guys, just take us in. This, this, this is our trip to Vegas. It was was what it was. It was, it was what it, it was. It was a good time. Yeah. It was what it was. So anyway, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Gotten cooler. Mm-hmm. I have to go. I know. Yep. I'm aware.
a little bit longer. I swear this gets longer every time you play it. Same amount of time. <laughs> All right. There you go. Well, Thanks, guys. That was the trip. Later, guys. See ya.